Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for downloading Sporgy for free on iTunes or from ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate Sporgy five stars on iTunes and help to tell others about Sporgy by leaving a comment. Thank you for following Sporgy on Twitter at Sporgy Podcast and on Instagram at Sporgy underscore podcast. Please follow Sporgy on Facebook to like and share Sporgy. You can also email the show. The address is Sporgy at ChristopherMedia.net. If you would like to donate to Sporgy, you can click on the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at ChristopherMedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Sporgy. If you are looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you're helping to support Sporgy. We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. TheBroBasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? Their favorite alcohol, that's what. It could be craft beer, wine, whiskey, scotch, or tequila. TheBroBasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies. You can customize your own bro basket or choose from a variety of different bro baskets, like the Ultimate Import Sampler, the Jack and Coke gift set, or the Junior Executive gift basket. Boothless, but still cool, bro baskets are also available. TheBroBasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over, please. State and local laws apply. Beer, wine, and liquor are not available for shipping in all states. You can help to support Christopher Media by clicking through the BroBasket.com banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Men used to be hard to shop for. TheBroBasket.com Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. Yo. Show number 74. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. Number 74. Who is 74? Take, take your pick. You got Nicholas Mangold from the Jets, one of the best centers in the league. Uh, Joe Staley over in San Fran. Uh, we can go back to back with Michael Orr. He was number 73 over in uh, Panthers, and he was 74 when he got into the league. He was 74 in college, too. What number was he when Sandra Bullock adopted him? 74. There you go. <laughs> I, the, uh, hey, white lady. I, 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 man, whatever. She, she can adopt me. She looked hot as fuck in that movie, man. Yeah. Um, and I don't even really, I, I'm, I'm not, I was never a big fan of her. Didn't think she was all that hot in speed or demolition man or whatever the fuck when she was younger but what about in uh miss congeniality she looked pretty hot in a bikini no, I agree. Just saying. she was like sandra book is it was like a fine wine she got better with age <laughs> I know. jesse james fucked up oh but yeah as far as 74 uh i can actually pull from the dusty cobwebs of my time in upstate new york uh jay mckee played for the buffalo sabers in my in my time in New York, there you go. So, so well, since last we met, there is a new World Series champion. It is not the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's the fucking Houston Astros. And God damn it, good for JV. That's what I'm taking out of this. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's pretty fucking sad, though, that, what, three months after he left Detroit, he's a, he's a World Series champ? And those are, well, let's tell nice man, you know, in, like, in, a, in a pre-show meeting, uh, that you know, it was good to see him get it, like, as soon as he got traded. You know, it, it, not to go as, like, you see a lot of other athletes who do go chase in a ring with another team. You know, we shipped him out. He got it, you know, with Houston and done. Like, he should, he should, he should go out on top because what else has he got to, to win? He got rookie of the year. He got a Cy Young. He got an MVP. Now he's got Fuck a World that. Series. Fuck that, dude. He's got the rest of his contract and a, a bunch of big paydays to play out. <laughs> I'm not retiring leaving that money on the fucking table. Fuck hey. all that, guys. You know what he could do is take all the money, go buy a plane, and fly over the Gulf of Mexico. Well, yeah, we'll get to it, dipshit. <laughs> Too soon? I'm just saying. Well, he already. Well, he he. Well, he's going to need that money. His first thing he did is went and got married. <laughs> do you blame him? Kate Upton's yeah. one of the hottest models of this millennium. Don't give a fuck. All pussy look, 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 look. Pussy can look good, but you're gonna lose half on the trade-in. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. The first thing he did was sign up to lose half of his future contracts. Hey, I, I like selling cars, but you lose. You, you starts depreciating as soon as you pull it off the lot. Exactly. Same thing with marriage. It is a bad contract. Why anyone enters into one legally, I have no idea. You want tax breaks? Incorporate. I don't know. I think it was fitting, though, that Houston did win their World Series against the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers ace. That was kind of fitting. It's like, we're going to throw the best we got at you. And Houston was like, okay. And we went. I thought it was pretty cool. You know what I liked about that game seven? Is that they got their best pitcher up in the bullpen near the end of the game. The Astros did. They were like, get Verlander up and warm him up just in case we need him. And to me, that's it's a game seven for the World Series. There is no tomorrow. Hey, that's us. the way. That's the way you manage a team. You are. Get you're that not there. Million dollar arm warmed up. Exactly. Exactly. You dance with who brought you, and you know you don't fucking go. Well, we're gonna save him for late. No, fuck that. It's do or die. It's now or never. There ain't no later. There's exactly. No ga- there is no official baseball game until next April. Well, probably late March, the way they go now. But still, this is it. But, but I mean, there is a school of thought in modern baseball where you just don't do that. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter. He pitched. He pitched game six. You can't let him pitch in game seven, no matter what. Fuck what you, that. What are you waiting for? You, you notice the last time the Dodgers won the World Series, who did they fucking call on in the bullpen? No game Constantly eight. through that through that series, Oral Hershiser. There's a reason they call his nickname was Bulldogs. That motherfucker pitched. It, the, he got up and started warming himself up. There's no game nine if necessary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you waiting for? Oh, I don't want to do that. What are you gonna? You gonna fuck up the rotation? That's not gonna start again till next April. Well, I don't. To be honest with you, I I came in in the middle of it. But it was, a, it was a call on local sports talk that I thought was one of the most asinine calls I'd ever heard. This guy basically trying to defend his opinion that they shouldn't 
even though they didn't use Verlander, they shouldn't even had him up and warming up. And he threw out some like money ball statistic to back himself up. And I was like, okay, I get it, but at a certain point, you cannot be an absolute slave to statistics. And I really, how big of the sample size do you have for pitchers who are pitching on one day rest in Game Seven of World Series to close it out? Yeah. What? Show me the metric for that, and, and how many times it's happened exactly. Yeah, and you only have to pitch a couple of innings. You don't even have to pitch like half a game like he did. I think what all it was was it was what they started to got him up in the eighth inning. So at the very, very most, let's say, you know, the eighth inning starts, the guy fucking gives up a, a run. There's a runner on base, or whatever. So if if all goes to plan, he's facing what six batters. Come on, man. I mean, I'm a fucking professional athlete. I've been wanting a World Series for 12 years. I've been to the World Series twice and lost both times. Put me on a fucking mount. Exactly. Yeah. Let me go out there. Let me go out there and get the last thing I need on my resume to present my case for the Hall of Fame in 20 years. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 34. I'm, I'm 40. Yeah. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> Is he a first ballot, you think? Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. I don't think so. No, not with the writers the way they are. Who, JV? He's literally won all the awards you can win. It's baseball writers, man. First ballots reserved for, like, Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, like, Jackie Robinson. Like, seriously. Like, the ultimate held up as legends in baseball. Well, how did he become a legend? You win all the awards. And he's done it. He's, like, got check marks against all of them. I'm serious. Like, now it's just like, I was telling Iceman earlier, it's win another championship or get Kate Upton to enter into some crazy three-way marriage with somebody, like, super hot. Like, I still like my idea of getting a plane. That's just... Like, like uh, where that. do you go from in there? Like... Well, I mean, he, somewhere there's going to be a baseball writer who saw his fappening photos and be like, I can't put him on the first ballot just because of his womanly ass. So, yeah. I mean... <laughs> it, you know, it, it, seriously, it's a joke, but it's that's really about as arbitrary as the reasons that a Listen, lot of writers would be like, I can't vote for anybody to go in first ballot. No one is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Listen, Kate, Mila Kunis is wildly in love with both of us. She would like to marry us. Can we do this? I mean, that's... I just, <laughs> again, I'd like, so I said with LeBron last year, man... Going on top, it's got to be all downhill from here, buddy. Dude, his contract's backloaded. He's going to get the biggest payday of the last years of the contract that he signed with the Tigers that he's now playing out in Houston. Unless he unless he restructures it and or and resigns it or signs an extension and, and once again backloads the contract, which to me, I why would he do that? I mean, he could pretty much. If he goes out and he has a good season, what, I think there's two years left in his contract, he has a good season next year, and he has a good season the year after that, someone will throw gobs of money at him to come play for him. Someone will throw gobs of money to just for him to come sit on their bench. Maybe. Yeah, because I was watching the interview from Houston, and they said they never seen anybody prepare for a game like they have Justin. He's, he's ungodly the way he prepares. 
We've done it enough. It's about time we won. I mean, I, this to me, that him winning after going to Houston and Houston being an absolute fucking dumpster fire five years ago just shows the incompetence of the organization up and down the line over the years here in Detroit. I mean, they, they had an open wallet from Mike Illich. Dombrowski had carte blanche to do what he, whatever he wanted with whomever he wanted, and they couldn't win it. And Houston, what, in five years went from the laughingstock to the point where they switched from the National League to the American League to World Series champions? Yeah, that's it, eh. it, it. It doesn't make it doesn't make a franchise look like Detroit look look good. That's for sure. Now, yeah. let me ask you this: I would love to hear the the interview with Justin Verlander to see what he thought about winning it with Houston instead of Detroit. Uh, probably went some like woo. Oh, he's getting <laughs> hit in the face with champagne. Right? Do you think he cares? I mean, really? Um. Well, yeah, he was back here. He was back here in the last few days for a charity event that he he was putting on, and he was like, "I'll be back next year, same time." Some uh, race uh, for the, the the donations go to firemen's families who've died in the line of duty, or not race, but mar- uh, like half marathon or something that they run in in downtown. I mean, so it, he doesn't seem like the type of guy that he's going to be like, "Yeah, fuck Detroit." Really, he's. I mean, let's be honest. The way it worked out for him. It couldn't have worked any better. I mean, he left Detroit. He's not hated here. He literally left at the last second he could. Joins the team three months later, celebrating a World Series championship. What does he have to be like? Fuck Detroit about? No, 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 no. My question isn't is he saying fuck Detroit. My question is, do you think it matters to him where he won it, or just the fact that he won it? Oh, at this point, I... what? Like, do you think he's like? God, I wish I could have won it in Detroit. Yeah, you know, but, but I just think it's because... God, I won one. I, I, yes, but I think it's just because he's a competitive guy and he wishes he'd have won the World Series every year, no matter where he would have been at. You, you see what I'm saying? But I mean, no, I'm I, sure I, he looks at... I'm sure he looks at 2006 and 2012... And goes, I really wish we'd have won it in Detroit, and this was my third World Series victory. Right. Comes, comes back to Detroit. Hey, man, you guys got to try this. It feels great. <laughs> Dude, you guys should do that. It's so hey, awesome he, when you win it. No, he's going to come back as a motivational speaker, start talking to all these guys at, at, like down in like Toledo, the Mud Hens, all the pitchers, be like, I'm going to tell you what you do. You sit around Detroit for 12 years, you get traded, you win the World Series, and you get to fuck Kate Upton. It's great, you know? <laughs> Dude, and I would love to shake your hand, but my right hand is weighed down by this ring. This thing's fucking heavy. Yeah. <laughs> but no, man, I, I, I it kind of, it reminds me of uh, Ray Borg. You know, he spent all those years oh, with Boston. And yet went to Colorado. And won a cup in his first year. And I was like, you know, people were like, oh, that's cheating. The fuck else was he supposed to do, man? I mean, Colorado was like, yeah, we can use you. Come on out here. I mean, why wouldn't he take that opportunity? And I mean, Verlander had a no-trade clause. If I'm remembering the story correctly, he, at the last minute, okayed the trade. Yeah, he waived it to go to Houston. 
Because what a decision, it, huh? Well, I mean, it was what? Between Chicago and Houston? That's the two places we kept, at least here local, we kept hearing they had the most interest in them. And, the, the, you know, the word through the grapevine was that he wanted to go to Chicago. And when Chicago was like, we're not giving what Detroit wants for, for Verlander, fuck that. That's when they reported, well, he won't be traded. And then a half hour later, uh, he, he just was traded. It's crazy. Ignore that report you just heard a half hour ago. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm going to spin the wheel and see what happens. Exactly, dude. I I pictured him down in like the the the, the sports part of the free press throwing darts at a dartboard, going, "Okay, this is the story we're going to lead with." <laughs> <coughs> no, man. I you know I've had a few you know sports friends. Be like, you know, oh, he's a traitor. What, you know, gonna leave and go get a World Series? Yeah, you know, big fucking deal. And I'm like, what? Traitor, dude. It's I, have, I, I he can't. I can't go that route. He didn't force the team to trade him. He didn't. He wasn't like, I'm going to sit out until you trade me. He didn't pull a Patrick Wah. Oh, that's I mean, dude, he took his lumps here in Detroit, and sure did. Never fucking like put it on the team i mean dude he he you know after he gets shelled in the game he wasn't like that's the last time i play in a detroit tigers uniform pass that on to mr illich you know right. no. or or sit there and throw outside his mind and not get the run support which happened quite a bit right and then bitch about it it didn't happen that way so no when he won this ring i, I gotta admit i had a bit of a tear there's you know dust got in my eye or something i don't know what happened but good for him he definitely paid his dues and uh, made the right call at the right time to go to the right team, and and you know good things happened to him. Good, good job. I I, I appreciate. The hey, remember he last year? Wasn't he? Like wasn't he supposed to be going to the Dodgers? But he's glad that rumor didn't pan out. Well, <laughs> dude, are you kidding me? If he was on the Dodgers, they were unstoppable then. Like, don't you remember last year? There was uh, he was looking at property in L.A. supposedly, which maybe just because I don't know, he's fucking a supermodel. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's looking at property in LA. But. Yeah, his his career is is quickly heading towards an end, and then oh, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna become Mister Kate Upton. Exactly, <laughs> that's gonna be the second phase of his career is Mister Upton. <laughs> so, so Verlander, what you been doing since you retired? So around the house, fucking <laughs> wife. I mean, you going know, to parties. That's what Tom Brady's heading for too, to be Mister Giselle. Well, dude, if if the the celebrity net worth websites to be believed, Giselle is worth more than him anyway. So yeah, he's got himself a sugar mama. Tom's out there earning them some walking around money every Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> which goes to tell you, never fucking under underestimate how much of a head start people who won the genetic lottery actually get in life. I know, right? He, he has to play football through injuries, being hit, people trying to kill him to earn what he's earned, and he still doesn't earn as much as that bitch just for looking good. Yeah. That's her only talent. I saw her act in that Jimmy Fallon movie, looking good is her only talent. That's it. <laughs> That's all she does. Is that Aaron Rodgers' problem? He just hasn't found the model that makes more than him yet? No. Yeah. Maybe he yeah, just I mean, likes running through model pussy. You ever think of that? <laughs> Stop it. You're going to make me jealous of a fucking Green Bay Packer. He's what, like 33, 34? 
Oh, my yes. God. Yeah. At that age? Fuck yeah. Oh, dude, Christ, man. Fucking, uh, I'd have been happy just with Olivia Munn. We could just stop it right there. Like, the cock carousel has come to a close. <laughs> you know? <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no need. <laughs> I'm hey. fine. Hey, maybe maybe he swings low in Green Bay. Maybe he just blows him out. And he's like, oh, it doesn't fit anymore. Get out. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Well, well, he'd be the, the, the first quarterback in Green Bay who swung that low because I've seen the <laughs> alleged dick pics. That's and I was true. like, how are you going to be 6'4"? There's a painfully average dick. Why are you sending that to anybody? <laughs> yeah, even, even John Madden's sitting there going, well, that's a little short right there. He was trying for a longer pass. <laughs> the John Madden Gape Review, Brett Favre edition. <laughs> the only time Brett Favre ever disappointed John Madden. <laughs> All right, so we talked about the good news in baseball and then dicks. So now the bad news in the the is it really breaking news? By the time this show posts, a couple days Squirrel. old. Uh, uh, Roy Halliday, uh, pulling a, uh, was it JFK Jr., maybe? Yeah, Payne Stewart, Kennedy. Thurman Munson. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, crashing his plane in the Gulf of Mexico, apparently. That is I mean, the if report. you get that board, if you get that board. Right, okay, here we go. Earl, I think, I don't understand your argument on this. How do you not understand my argument? This man spent his life building a pitching career. Pitching career. He was a pitcher. Yes. Okay. He, he spent a couple of months learning how to fly an airplane. How do you know? Hang how, do you, on. how do you know he hasn't taken lessons since he retired in 2013, which is five years ago? Okay. So he spent five years trying to fly an airplane. There's people that have issues at... That have been flying for 20 years. At five years, you can't think of everything that can happen and what to do when something does. Case in point. How do you know? Are you a pilot? How do I know? How does the water taste, Ryan? I mean, are you a just Pilot lessons are a thing. People can learn a skill. People can practice them. Sometimes people fuck up. How, okay, how do I know? Hmm. Okay, Kennedy. Are you a crashed, pilot? Hang on a second. Kennedy crashed and drowned. But what are you basing? I, hang on a minute and I'll tell you. Ryan Holiday. Crash and drown. Sully crashed. Everybody survived. Everybody's okay. Right, there's car accidents happening right now, so nobody should drive. Absolutely not. Nobody drive. Everybody walk. Get your exercise. I'm just not following your bouncing ball on this one, there, Ice Man. I don't. Oh, yeah, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. What? So you saying oh. that he should have never? You saying because he was a pitcher, he shouldn't have tried to be a pilot? That's I think what was going down in the pre-show that's chat. Exactly, that's exactly what I'm saying. You're not a fucking pilot. You're allowed to learn a new skill in Ice Man's world, Rich. It's not what I said. It's not what I said. You can learn a new skill. Take up some fucking carpentry or something. Why in the fuck are you going to try to do something that late in life where you have a huge risk factor of something going wrong and you crash and die? Why? If you're a thrill seeker and you just live life on the edge, okay, good on you. Then you died your way, and there's no argument. But if you're not and you're just trying to have fun, you should have stayed your fucking ass on the ground and tried something else. Because it takes a lot of time, a lot of practice, a lot of simulating, a lot of flight instructing to learn how to fly a plane. How do I know? You just got in the plane and was like, hey, I'm going to try me some flying today. Absolutely did. 
I absolutely feel that's how he did it. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I feel he went and took some classes. He had a couple instructors go up with him and came down with him and, okay, you're a pilot. There you go. Here's your license. And then he went on a couple of flights here and there, and he was like, I got this. This is awesome. And obviously, the first time something went wrong, he's over the gulf and goes, uh, okay, what do I do? Fuck, I'm by myself. I don't know. Okay, well, what I, okay, well, what if I try Oh, look, water. Shit. When I worked out at the airport here in Kansas, I talked to the pilots every day. And uh, every you, you worked at the airport and talked to pilots. That's Uh-huh. And every day they tell me how many tests and how many flight simulators and and how many things they continue to do to continue to learn. How do you know Roy Halliday wasn't doing these things? Because he was fucking pitching, dude. Was he has pitched since 2013. Okay, so he's, he hasn't pitched for four years. Give the man's personal schedule. He hasn't pitched for four Do you have years. Proof that he didn't do these things for over at least over ten to twenty years to fly a jet, not a fucking propeller plane, a jet. He wasn't crop dusting, bro. He was trying to be a daredevil, a speed devil. It backfired. I don't. I don't what? approve. You can disagree with me, but I don't approve. Well, just flying over waters, being a daredevil. Flying a fucking jet plane by yourself, bro. Four years removed from a, a, a career in pitching, and you're flying a jet airplane by yourself. So, no essentially what you're saying is he was flying a piece of machinery that was too advanced for his ability. That's what I believe. Well, I... I, I, I how do you learn otherwise, but whatever. Well, you I start mean, out by using propeller airplanes, Rich. You start out going slow. No, you start, you start off by, by going to ground school. How do you know school. when he started? Saying you start off by doing flight simulator after flight simulator and years and years of learning. And then after all of that, then maybe you get a fucking jet. I, like I said, you guys could disagree with me. I don't. I he. I don't think he had any business in a fucking jet airplane. By Please, what what makes you the authority on this? You worked at the airport and talked to pilots. That that absolutely does. No, like, dude, like what's your background, sense, bro? Like, it is common sense. <laughs> to me, yeehaw, it is common sense. Yeehaw! Woo! Strap I, in. Well, we are I mean, half an hour in. It's it's what it's. Uh, you're supposed to have so many. Uh, you know, you go through ground school. So many hours flying with an instructor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, if he's been CNN uh, says it's a single-engine plane, not a jet. When did when did he retire? 2013. I was reading the Wikipedia earlier. So his last season was 2013. Yes. Okay. A small plane had crashed. Is what was reported to 911. Not a jet. Well, no. What I'm what I'm saying is okay. So it's four years. I mean, I don't. Who knows the amount of training he put into it? If he's an obsessive guy, he could have been doing it every fucking day. I mean, I. To to me, it just sounds like you're just like, well, he shouldn't have taken the risk. Well, everything's a risk. Honestly, like Trump. You knew what he signed up for. I mean, look, me, I. My grandfather was a pilot. I went up in helicopters. I went up in planes when I was a kid. You know, flew in a C-130 when I was a kid. Ooh, and all that shit. I, but I've never been like, boy, I want to fly for a living. It's just, it's like, fuck that. I'm, I'm all right on that. I'll drive. I mean, you know, if the engine quits on my car while I'm driving, I'm not going to plummet to my death. So, I mean, that's, that's how I look at it. So I mean I get I get where you're coming from that he's you know he's taking a risk and shit but isn't that part of the 
attraction to flying for a lot of these people? I definitely think that's definitely an attraction. That's just like people who ride motorcycles. They say they love it. They love the open road. They love the wind. They loved everything. And I I don't get it. You know, there's weather, there's bugs, there's things, there's if, if and when you have an accident, you get hurt quick, easy. I don't get that either. So I don't know, man. I, I guess there is a risk uh, reward factor that you can get like a adrenaline rush that it gives you. And if that's what he was after, like I stated, good on him. You did it. You lived your way. I just, you know, I, I personally think he went, you know, beyond his, his means myself. It takes most people 60 to 80 hours of flight time to get a pilot's license. That's like a half a week. Right. And it takes you over a week five to years school to get a license to drive a car. He retired five years ago. And he's flying a little single-engine plane. Like I don't know, man. He said that I don't follow your bouncing ball on this, man. I mean, I you know you I can say this. adrenaline rush. That's fine. I can say this. There's been quite a few athletes who have died while flying, not as a passenger, but as a pilot. So I mean, there might, dude, there might be something to the fact that. You're an athlete, you're competitive, you're confident in your abilities, and you get overconfident when you get behind the stick of that fucking plane. You think you're you think you are better at a better pilot than you actually are. I under, I understand that. But I mean, I, I can't fault the guy for wanting to live his life. I'm not faulting him for living his life. Like I said twice, and I'll say it again. If he was after the daredevil, the the thrill of flying the joy of going fast and, and, and living on the edge, then good for him. He lived his way. If that wasn't his intent, and his intent was just to try to enjoy, you know, flying and go land and, and go do other things, you shouldn't have been behind the stick of a fucking jet. You should have got a fucking bi-wing airplane with a fucking propeller. Go a, go a step above a crop. Shouldn't worn that dress. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just imagining some like rickety ass crop duster. <laughs> That's you know what I'm saying? saying. Just go buzz- step above a crop duster and and have your fun that way. Him buzzing the cows in the main, in the heartland, you know. <laughs> <laughs> about how about this? If you want to fucking be a jet pilot, join the fucking navy. All right. I don't know. It look, it sucks. He's what forty? I mean, it's. It's way young, and you know I I don't know I I, I, I can kind of understand where you're coming from, Earl, but at the same time it's like uh, life's to be lived, not observed, man. I'm a participant, not a spectator. I'm all right, you know. I I, I have right. I've been, I've been in bands of people who are a former drummer. That I played with. PhD candidate. You know what he does for fun and to blow off steam? Jumps out of airplanes. <laughs> that I'm never doing that. Unless it's like, if you don't jump out of this airplane, you're going to die in a fiery crash. And at that point, I'm debating. <laughs> will, will I die instantly? <laughs> or will I burn to death? Because I'll jump if I'll burn to death. But if I die instantly... <laughs> you know, it's like... Eh. Uh, yeah, if I go like homeboy riding a bomb, 
you know, maybe I'll enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, I don't know. It does suck. He was he was a fucking, I mean, you know, dominant pitcher, fucking two-time Cy Young award winner, all that. And I, I don't know, man. It's just like, it's just, it's when shit like this happens, it reminds me that it's like, oh, shit. We're getting old, guys. Yeah, because it's our age group, man. <laughs> this is like someone I'd have been in high school with. Looking exactly. at the year he right. was the year he was born, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I'm at the age now that if it gets too cold, I said, my fucking joints hurt. Fuck that. I ain't going to no plane with no G-forces on it. Shit. Well, you know, I remember thinking when Sparky Anderson died, I'm like, wow, the people who I looked up to as a kid are dying. And now it's like, wait a minute. The people I grew up with are dying. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> these, are, these are, for all intents and purposes, contemporaries. Shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to have, like, uh, people I know with, yeah, my kid's going away to college next year. I'm like, what? What? Really? Whoa, wait, we're that age already? Yeah. Oh, I had, a, I had an unintentional high school reunion a couple of weeks ago. A buddy of mine got married, and I DJed the wedding. Oh man! Oh, it's strange. His uh, the 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 current girlfriend met the ex girlfriend. Pulled the power move, called her the wrong name. Uh, thought that was excellent. Oh. Thought that was excellent. I was like, yeah, that's why we're together now. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. It's like, oh, all right, hey, haven't seen you in twenty years. Probably won't see you again after tonight. Cool. <laughs> Peace. We're all on Facebook. <laughs> like you know, but anyway, got a little sidetracked. Well, I mean, it is there is there a link between? I don't want to say risk taking behavior, but I mean, I, I guess it's what it is. Probably, and and being an athlete. I mean, to have I mean, the insane competitive edge you need to have to make it in pro sports and discipline. Probably, it's probably it's, there's probably got to be connected somehow. I mean, like I said, you know, you got what Payne Stewart, Thurman Munson, Roy Holiday. And then they uh, say Thurman I, Munson like burned to death or something. Like he died strapped in his chair with the plane was on fire. Yeah, and he was he he knew he was paralyzed and he knew it was coming. That's fucking horrible. Ah, uh, he couldn't he couldn't move from his mid chest down. He couldn't get out of the seat, and he and he knew it was coming. So I mean, that's just like ah, uh, that, that that's nightmare fuel right there. He's going to wait for shock to kill you. I, at that point, I'm taking big gulps of smoke, hoping that kills me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not even trying or to be funny about this shit. Yeah, yeah, something. Like, make me, I'll die of smoke inhalation rather than burn alive. Fuck that nonsense. But no, I mean, even, even Jose Fernandez, you know, how did he die? He's out there on a fucking boat, you know, gunning it and hits a bunch of rocks. Yeah, but wasn't he all fucked up too and he all coked up and drunk uh i i think he'd been drinking yeah and i don't know if the coke was like well it's it's coke dude he could have been on it he could have done it three days before and it showed up in the system it's true i mean i i don't know so i mean it's like stamp on it so if you get into a car accident like they found marijuana in his system yeah, he could have smoked that three weeks ago. What the fuck's that got to do with anything? Was he high when he died? That's that's the important part. But, I mean, does that go hand in hand? You know, I mean, it's all risk-taking behavior. You're a professional athlete. 
All right. What the fuck are you blowing rails, getting drunk, and hopping behind a speedboat for? I mean, I'm not saying he brought it on himself and he deserved it or anything, but I mean, it's it's not exactly showing what do you call it? Uh, uh, good critical thinking skills, thinking shit through, having foresight to go, hmm, maybe this won't end well. Especially when it come out that you know he has people telling him. His friends telling him, dude, don't go. Just fucking come over here, chill, whatever. Because if I remember correctly, this all started over an argument with his old lady. Fernandez, yeah. Yeah, you know. But, I mean, not to harp on him. But, I mean, it's just, uh, it seems to me that there's a there's a correlation there, you know. And uh, especially the guys that retire, what do you do? You What do you do to, how many fucking guys have said that over the years in, in documentaries or interviews that when they retire, they don't know what the fuck to do with themselves because that rush of playing is gone. And there's nothing that they can do. No no drugs, no booze, no pussy they can, you know, fill that fucking hole with. I mean, I've heard that quite a few, t- uh, quite a lot in, in my lifetime. So, and I mean, I can kind of understand it on a smaller scale. It's kind of like getting off stage. You're on stage, you play, you get a natural high, you get off stage, you don't want the good time to, to stop. So you start pouring booze on it. And next thing you know, you're pissing in your suitcase in front of the rest of the guys <laughs> in the band. <laughs> the guy's only pissing. <laughs> Everyone's like, hey, we got pictures of it. You want to see it? No. no not <laughs> yeah, really. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with just knowing that it happened. I'm not really sure I'm fine with that. And then, you know, five years later, you wake up and you find out the girl you were with is now standing to take a piss and... It's terrible. But, okay, yeah. don't cricket me. That was the movie Rockstar. Stop it. <laughs> no, it was completely believable that Marky Mark would be in the same band as fucking Zach Wild. Yeah. Absolutely. Stand up and shout, damn it. <laughs> oh, All I could find on the, the the Daredevil gene is it's it's talking about it with uh uh, extreme sports people. Uh, yeah. You know, your, 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 your crazy skiers and skateboarders and such. Nothing about just straight up regular, regular athletes. Eh, I don't know. I, I, there, there's gotta be more of a, and I'm sure there's studies out there that we're just not aware of, but there ha- there has to be more than just a passing correlation between the two. I mean, because even skateboarders, I know a lot of them, people think they're like thrill hounds and thrill seekers. They're not really, they're not. They're just like, oh, I see this. I want to do that. And it's about nailing the trick more than it is an adrenaline rush. The adrenaline rush is just a byproduct of nailing the trick. Well, I mean, speaking of adrenaline, we live in an age where people climb the highest buildings in the world and hang there by one hand. And it's, and it's not a trick like you're going to be caught by a net if you let go or so. You're going to fall to your fucking death. Have you guys seen this, these videos of people hanging off the sides of buildings and running and jumping and doing flips? Oh, yeah. I've seen a few videos where they slipped, too. I've never seen the video where they slipped. I don't want to see the video where they slip. It's a snuff film at that point. That's what I'm saying. This isn't America's Funniest Videos anymore. No, one was Exhibit A. <laughs> Uh, was it a? I think it wasn't a hot air balloon. It was a blimp. A guy fucking 
went over the, the the side of the railing and was walking, and his foot slipped, and he just went over the side. I mean, you didn't see him hit because they were that far up, but you were like, uh, he's not going to have a good day. We are experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs> I mean, that's... That's that's good night, you all. I mean, the best you can hope for is a heart attack before you hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, because sucking a bunch of air on the way down is not helping. Hey, the ground's getting close. Done. I mean, but, it, but that's it, what it, I'm it, talking it, about. That we live in the in the, this world. That's what we live in. That's what people do. And now you got former baseball players flying jets over the, the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, that's just what happens. Because he can, man. Like, that's what okay. Like, okay. And if that's what he wanted, then good on it, him. Your whole thing is based on how you feel. Like, I guess that's my whole I said that. I said, you guys can disagree. I, I just don't think it was it was a smart idea. And, man. Sometimes it's not a good idea to leave the house in the morning. What are you going to do? <laughs> says, says the one who's currently married of us three. You're going to talk about. Smart hey, calculated ideas. risk. Calculated risk. <laughs> yeah, half of nothing is nothing. So yeah, uh, I, I I know what I'm coming home to every night. So <laughs> until you come home and she's got a bag packed, she's fully dressed, and she's just sitting on the couch and goes, "Sit down, we need to talk." And you're like, "Oh shit! Can All I right, keep the NFL? Pa- can I keep the NFL package?" <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got the TV in my divorce. It's all that mattered. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking. Leave the dog in the TV. Take your bag and leave. All right. Yeah. So, I'm like I'm like Bones in the new Star Trek movie. Wife took everything in the goddamn divorce. Might as well, including the planet. Might as well go out to outer space. <laughs> like that's my fucking Bones. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It. it I can't fault a guy fucking wanting to have a life after baseball. Yeah, it's is it? I mean, flying. Let's be honest, flying is fucking statistically more safe than driving. Dude, I do. Yeah, I've like at this. I've almost had this gig I've had for five years. I was figuring out the other day. I've taken over like three hundred flights at this point. Ooh, yeah, whatever. But like, it's <laughs> but yeah, like it's. It, it's, you, you the, can't say flying is more statistically better than driving. Yes, it is. Oh, it absolutely no. is. Oh, it stop absolutely. It. Oh my God, Rich, Chris, just start Google. Stop it. Stop it. How many car accidents? How many car accidents do you what hear you about? Wait? How many car accidents do you know make the news? Shut up. There's how so many, many of them. They don't. Oh my God. How many cars are on the planet compared to how many planes are in the fucking sky? Oh my God. Stop it. Wow. You are you are seriously not trying to make this argument right now. Absolutely like, am. There are way more planes uh, or cars on the ground than there are planes in the air. You can't have a statistic like that. It's not an equal playing field, quite literally. So all the scientists, all the people who study traffic patterns and flight patterns are wrong. Hang on a minute. It's because like Earl saying so. it's like saying there's more injuries in football. Than there are in hockey. There's eleven. Flying is the safest mode of transportation. I'm reading this right now from Curiosity.com, and I'll finish reading it when it fucking loads because I clicked on it. Uh, where was 
it? I'm just sitting here picturing Earl doing his best Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman impersonation from Rain Man. I'll fly Qantas. <laughs> oh, that's good. So we have to take a plane to Australia to take a Qantas plane to L.A. Oh, yeah, that works. <laughs> Flying is actually the safest mode of transportation. In fact, the odds of a plane crash are one for every 1.2 million flights, with the odds of dying one in 11 million. Your chances of dying in a car or traffic accident are one in 5,000. I'm not doing this with you. What do you mean? Uh, pesky facts ruining your narrative again, huh, Earl? Pesky facts that are ruining my narrative. Dude, there are so many more cars on the ground than there are planes in the air. Put as many planes in the air as there are on the cars on the ground. Redo your figures. Pesky facts, Chris. What? Put as many people in front of a plane. This has been studied over and over and over again. And it's all based on the fact that there are as many cars on the ground and many planes in the sky. But they're no, not, not even close. They're not even close to equal. Not even close, bro. People that die in car crashes because people made a left-hand turn. The odds of dying in a plane crash are based on the number of flights that take place, not on the number of airplanes. Once again, Chris, the number of flights that take place are way fewer than the number of trips that take place in a car. Okie dokie. <laughs> I'm tapping you, you out. Can't, the... you, you can't do that, man. You gotcha, can't sky's purple. <laughs> You can't Once tell me again, that the, there's dude, a lot. Dude, dude, I don't care what you say. You are saying right now that all these experts that are paid professionals to study this shit are wrong. No, Rich, I'm Thousands not of people, and you're right. You No, know, that's, no, fuck you. You don't get to fucking say that and then go, I didn't say that. I'm not saying they're wrong. They're facts. You pull this facts shit way right. too much on this fucking show, and I'm putting a fucking stop to it. Hang on. Would you both just shut the fuck up and listen to what I'm telling you? Their facts are right based on the numbers they have. Okay? But if you put as many fucking planes in the air as cars on the ground, they it can't happen. You can't then tell me that it's safer to fly than drive. Or vice versa. Take the fucking cars off of the ground. Have only as many fucking cars on the ground as planes in the air. And see how many people die in a car crash then. Uh, another article, theodysseyonline.com. Uh, Again, yeah, here we go. Okay. 1 in 11 million, your chances of uh, dying in a plane crash. Uh, you guys don't understand my point. 21 it's, it's, things more likely than dying in a plane crash, being born with an extra finger or toe, becoming president, getting killed dude, from a meteorite. Dude, that 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 line of arguing is 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 fucking tiresome, bro. To go, you don't understand. No, we understand. We disagree. There's a fucking it, difference. Okay, then disagree. Okay, at, at any given time, how many planes are over the fucking United States? That and I, I asked this the last time. I, the last time. The last time I heard that number was on September 11th, 2001. Because that's the last time right. anyone reported in the news. How many planes were in the air at any one given minute? Absolutely. And those pe those planes are piloted by people, okay? Just like on the ground with cars, those cars are driven by people. And, and also, planes I'll exist you, outside the United States. I'll give you, I'll give you 500, whole plane. 500 planes 
over the United States. There's a whole right planet. Now. There's a whole planet. Planes flying out from airports from the entire I, planet. It's not I just quit. the United okay. States. What I, do you mean I, you quit? This is about in general. There are flights flying from airports all over the world at all hours of the day. Chris, at any given time, and it's about the number of moving in a fucking city than there are planes flying around this fucking planet. It's not planet. about the number of cars and the numbers of okay, it's planes. About the- it's about the numbers of flights taken. Okay. It's about your chances. One in 11 million times that you fly, you could die in a plane crash. That's what it's about. It's not about the number of planes. I I smile and nodded. Okay, got it. Moving on. All righty. Cool. Wasn't there a big trade in hockey? Or should we talk about the... No, wait. Let's talk about the the UCLA players first. (laughs) Speaking of planes, anybody want to go to China? (laughs) Yeah, what is it? Uh, LiAngelo Ball picked up for shoplifting in China, which is, what the fuck? If you're going to shoplift, why do it in China? They don't have the best humans' right records in the in, in the first place. Also, let's be honest. Do you really blend in in China? I mean, there it, were... It'll be easy to spot in a lineup. Yeah, it's Just not a mistake that out there. because you're black this time. It's really not. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, it was him, Cody Riley, Jalen Hill. After the freshman trio were caught shoplifting, Bruins were traveling to China for the season opener against Georgia Tech. While the team hasn't yet made any announcements, it's likely you see LA will be without its heralded class of 2017 when it takes the Yellow Jackets takes on the Yellow Jackets Friday. Hey, it's the four black guys that are here together. You know, like in the entire country, they're here together. I was with the uh, uh, author of the article, one of the articles I read that said, oh, please tell me, God, that they were shoplifting shoes. <laughs> that would have been cherry. That would have been so cherry. But, uh, yeah, let's see. Hang, they, the Bruins were in Hangzhou at the time of the arrest. The Friday kind of, uh, game set to be played in Shanghai. Shanghai. Um... Really? There's like... Those kids are going to get taught a different game. <laughs> it's called Russian it does, Roulette. Can we cane them? Or it no, doesn't Singapore. Wow. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, here we go. There's an update. ESPN is now reporting the UCLA trio was caught attempting to steal items from a Louis Vuitton store that was next to the hotel. 20 police officers showed up at the hotel at 8 a.m. And sequestered the Bruins Yellow Jackets players in a room for questioning for hours. The Chinese ador- police don't fucking play, man. No, man. Over some fucking shoplifting, 20 cops show up. Diddy Mao! Hey, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton, baby. Diddy Mao! Yeah. <laughs> that shit going on. Yeah. So. Now, once again, what the fuck are you doing shoplifting in China? This Your ain't, brother's ain't... on the Lakers. You need cash? Kick of Lonzo call? Western Union I work over there? Yeah, God Yeah, God knows that eventually you're going to end up playing somewhere, making money. Can't you just get an advance from someone in the family? Come on, crab meat. Knock it off. <laughs> Little Ball not answer his phone. 
I, I just thought someone gave it to me. I thought it was free. Yes, because that's how that works. You just walk into a place that has price tags all over it, but it's free for you. Hey, it's free crab meat day. It's your lucky day if you like crab meat. <laughs> I'm going to laugh my ass off if he does pull a, a Jameis Winston and says, I just thought it was free. Yeah. Yeah, because everything at the Louis Vuitton store is free for the Ball family. So Daddy Ball wants it, man. Well, I, I, what happened Come to on, the big a, baller brand? I mean, are they, are they not making enough money to afford some Louis Vuitton? It's a TV show on Facebook, are, man. Are you serious? That's where their TV show is? That's where their show is on Facebook? Yes. Yeah. you got to be fucking kidding me. I am not kidding you. When you see the commercials for it, that is what it <sighs> says it is on. Oh, my God. When Facebook has reality TV shows, it's, you know what? Trump 2020. Let's just drop the bomb and get it over with. Fucking, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I just really don't care. That's going to be the fucking, uh, the campaign slogan. <laughs> Let's just drop the bomb and get it over with. Seriously. I'll just, I, you know, I, I'll go down to the liquor store, spend what's in my bank account, get a fifth of Johnny Walker black, blue, something, whatever, sit back. Have a couple drinks and just wait for the world to end. Jesus fucking Christ! Fuck yeah! But let's do it. I, yeah, I can't imagine this is going to end well for them because, well, you know, here's the fucked. Here's the fucked up part, though. Menendez, he's gonna get Menendez. For as bad as China's human rights record is, they still incarcerate less people per capita than the U.S. So they actually might get away with like probation or something. Or, or how about this? He just leaves. What are they going to do? Extradite him? I mean, if they give him a chance, he could just hop on a plane and come back to America and go, fuck you, China. I'm never coming back. Yeah, and like our governments, are, they're, they're going to go, hey, we want him back. We're going to go, yeah, fuck you. Exactly. It's China. Give a fuck. We shouldn't have been over there playing basketball for you idiots anyways. We can't even get Roman Polanski back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You want, yeah. yeah. Fuck you. You can't have him. We're keeping him. The, who, I, who I just wait for would, LeVar to come out. Yeah, I kind of want to hear what Daddy Ball's got to say about this. Cause I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right now he's going to blame the other two. It wasn't his son. He's going he's gonna to pull the uh, shaggy defense. When these guys realize how fucked up they are as adults in their 30s, man, that's when it's going down. Telling you, gonna walk into the den. You know, it's gonna be just like the Menendez. It's gonna be like on a Sunday night in August. That's gonna be it, dude. That shit will be on Facebook. <laughs> I'm thinking I, more John Benet at this point. Seriously, if Levar Ball's just gonna disappear. No, Lonzo would have to disappear for it to play out like uh, John Benet. Well, I, once again, what the fuck happened to all this money at the Ball family? You know, the the balling and all this shit. What what, what happened? I mean, they still got it, dude. He just didn't take it over to the fucking Louis Vuitton store. Well, you know, someone in the comments section brought a pretty brought a, a pretty good point. You pretty much got to be a kleptomaniac to go to China and steal shit. So this well, he, isn't the first time, freshman. I guarantee it. Well, he's a college freshman and he's with two guys. And you know how guys get? Dude, take it. No, take it. Yeah. No. Come uh, on, who is, do it. Who is that fucking swimmer? Not Phelps, the other guy. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan Lockheed? Yeah, yeah. Fucking swim shady there. Yeah. Fucking human can of spam. Dude, seriously. These are not fucking. These are not people who are 
if a, if both these gentlemen were to be in a plane that went down, we didn't lose a cure for cancer is what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> these are not deep thinking, you know, self-aware people. These are people who live in their own little world, obviously. And when the real world, you know, dares to get within their AO, shit like this happens. I mean, it's just, it, it, dude, no matter what, no matter what anyone says, this just speaks to how fucking short-sighted this kid is. You are, you are playing for UCLA. Your brother's playing for the Lakers. Keep your nose clean. Do what you're supposed to do. You're going to be a professional basketball player before too long. And this is the shit you pull. Welcome I mean, to the new millennium. <laughs> well, you know, the interesting part is going to be to see if Daddy Ball takes any responsibility for this. Uh, no, man, I'm with Earl. It'll be, you know, be the Beavis and Butthead defense. No, that was other kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was the other two kids. That wasn't my boy. That wasn't my boy. It was the other two. He just happened to be there. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I mean, dude, you just have to be, you, you have to be stupid. And here's the bitch of it, sitting here reading an article. Apparently, there's like not too much as far as punishment that, they, that he's looking at. And if that's the case, it's like, how? How? Well, in 20 cops show up, you get all the information pretty quickly. Well, what I'm saying is, is it because he's he's an American? Is it because he's a high-profile American? I mean, he's not, really. Outside of the sports world, no one knows who the fuck he is. It's not like it's George Clooney over there shoplifting. He's got that, I, he's got that I Laker money his name. to pay off the officials. I, I honestly didn't know this one. I, I knew the young one from when he was on the wrestling, and I, obviously, you know, Lonzo. I didn't know about this one. I knew there were three. I just didn't know where, where this one was. That's all. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, someone... someone some some internet like saying weird. they Roman packs, you racist. <laughs> some internet wit is saying they need to rebrand uh, from big baller brand to broke baller brand. Oh, yeah. Where, where's what's the, you know? Let's look up the sales figures on these shoes. Let's see, big baller sales. Oh, and this other article takes a fucking shot at him. The less. The least known of the three Ball brothers. <laughs> Damn. Damn! I told you. What I tell you? That's what I, dude. Dude, he's know? Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, no, he's Danny Baldwin. Danny, ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the fuck is Danny? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Baldwin at least had the usual suspects. Danny Baldwin. Hey, don't forget, don't forget Biodome. <laughs> Stephen Baldwin at least had the usual suspects. That's that's what I'm saying. Daniel Baldwin has had what vampires? I mean, I liked the movie, but it it, it was a painfully B movie. I mean, it, it, I can't name you anything else he's been in. Unless we're going to count the Baldwins getting bombed in South Park. Hey, Alec, you know what sucks about being a Baldwin? What? Nothing. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see Dad's response because, I, I yeah, I think I'm with you, too. I can see him going, oh, not my kid. I raised him better than that. He knows better than that. They caught me red-handed, so it wasn't me. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> the shaggy defense, wasn't me. That's what we I said. That's the shaggy defense. Yeah, we got you on videotape. Yeah, wasn't me. I, dude, that might be the the that might be their defense. Just straight up some mob shit. Like we got you on videotape. <laughs> no, you don't. Maybe, no, maybe don't. they're maybe they're trying the Eddie Murphy defense and confuse the shit out of him. And start convincing him. Maybe it wasn't you. I'm gonna go beat up that food to Tommy. William lies. Oh Christ. Let's see, I can't find shit. Well, I guess the question really is if you're an if you're a NBA team and the scouting report says this kid is good, et cetera, et cetera, do you take the chance and draft him? Or is this gonna is this gonna hurt his his, his draft stock? Oh no, I draft him, but I hire somebody to do his shopping for him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you ever heard of Amazon dipshit? Wait, yeah, over there in China, it's Alibaba, right? It's Alibaba over there. Yeah, but still. So he's an idiot. Shall we move on to the uh, big trade in hockey? Yeah. Except for Rich uh, nerd out. Well, I mean, it's it's only you know a year and a half. I've been hearing that Matt Duchesne was going to be traded out of Colorado. So. You know, every couple weeks, a new rumor pops up. Every team, I think, almost every team in the league has been attached to wanting to trade for him at some point. But trade finally went down. Uh, He goes to Ottawa. Nashville gets Kyle Turris. It's a three-team trade. And Colorado gets Ottawa's first pick, third-round pick. Shane Bowers, Andrew Hammond. Nashville gets their second-round pick. Samuel Girard. And Slava Kamenov. Oh, excuse me. No, that's that's who Colorado gets. They get Nash on second round pick. Blah 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 blah. So basically, this is Colorado trading the one star player they have, and just waving the white flag and saying we're in an absolute rebuilding process. Wow, uh, the, the season's only three weeks old. It's it's that bad in Colorado already. They were the worst. They were arguably the worst team in the league last year. I mean, it, I I think they were bo- the only team that was given longer odds to win the Stanley Cup was the Vegas Golden Knights. And I mean, you know, meanwhile, you got what's going on in Vegas, which is yeah, that, that's that's a different subject. We might get into it, but it, yeah, the experts will so far kind of. You know, they, they got egg on their face over that one. Here, let me pull are they, up. Are they still kicking that ass? We were talking about uh, that last week. Yep. Uh, they are 9-5 and five with one overtime loss. They're second in points in the Pacific Division. Uh, looks to be tied for third in points all around. Wow. So, and they've ran through a ton of goal, not a ton, but they've ran through some goaltenders, which is kind of what makes this even more interesting. But, um, but no, yeah, uh, getting back to the Avalanche, they're just, ugh, Avalanche is just, they're just a bad team at this point. I mean, the standings don't really. They're eight and six. Yeah, but I mean, it's. It's just like it's just like with the with the with Vegas, man. Let's see what happens 
you know, a quarter of the way through the season. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, it wasn't that Sparky Anderson's rule. Give me, give me a quarter of the season and I'll tell you what type of team I have. Yeah. Talked about last week. There's really no point in, you know, calling us world champs or, or bottom dwellers until we, we get a good sample size. Um, I mean, because if I mean, dude, Red Wings started out hot. Now they're barely above five hundred. You know, I mean, and you know, the Red Wings were the first team to beat Vegas. And I remember people, you know, Red Wings fans around here were coming up to me going, "Oh man, maybe it's not as bad as we thought." And I'm like, <laughs> "Just wait, <laughs> <laughs> just wait, dude. It's it's coming." Yeah. Actually, the big talk I heard was Austin Matthews. What about him? He He's just coming out firing on all cylinders and dominating. Is that my fantasy hockey team? As well as should be. Well, I mean, all the fucking hype surrounding that kid, he better fucking do that. Right, but I, I thought Connor McDavid was all the hype. I thought he was the next, you know, Crosby. Yeah, but, I mean, you have to understand that. Hold on. What is going on here? All right, sorry. I, I, I clicked on a link to get some info, and all of a sudden, music started blaring in my headphones. <laughs> I'm like, and I couldn't find where it was coming from. It was buried at the bottom of the website. It's born everywhere. Uh Oh, let's see here. I know that he was definitely being heralded as, you know, the future. Get ready to feel old because, you know, Crosby is, is the old guard now. You know, guys like him and Malkin, Kessel, et cetera, et cetera. Well, he's been in the league over a decade, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah, he's uh, Austin Matthews, fifth in scoring. Um, <laughs> Steven Stamkos. First in scoring, find that kind of funny. God, fucking lightning. That's, ugh. Oh. But anyways, um, no, man. But even looking at, even looking at the, like, the numbers, I don't I, eh. Yeah, you got a lot of the younger guys up there, but, I mean, you, they're still the, the, the guys you'd expect. You know, you have Ovechkin, who was on a tear when the season started. I think it was, like, two weeks into the season, he had more goals than like four or five other teams. Like him, him personally, he had that many that many goals. Tampa Bay has two out of the five leading scores. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you if you want to go to top twenty five, it's pretty much. I don't really see any super shocking things in there. I mean, here's here's the thing: Austin Matthews is being held up as the savior of Toronto. Him and him and Babcock. So you think fucking Detroit, there's pressure on you to, you know, produce in, De- in Detroit as far as hockey fans? They ain't got shit on Toronto. They are the lines of hockey. I keep trying to tell people this. They haven't won a Stanley Cup since, what, the 30s? Mm. I think it's the f- 50s or 60s. It's, it's, it's not that long, but, it, I mean, it's been a long time. Um, but, no, I mean, dude, it, it, that is like the... Is the mecca of hockey in Canada. It's where the Hall of Fame is at, all that good yep. shit. Yep. You know, there is a ton of pressure on that team to win constantly. And they and and it's every time it doesn't happen, it just gets worse and worse for them. It was sixty sevens the last time. Yeah, they I was won. just about to say sixty seven. All right. Ten years sooner than the Lions. But still. Yeah, but still. It's been a minute. We also have 
many cups. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean they're nowhere near as many as uh, was it Montreal? Uh, yeah, Montreal, which is mm, I, I've said it before on this podcast. It just when people are like, "Oh, the Red Wings or the Yankees or the fucking NHL," I'm like, "You're just showing that you don't know shit about history. You really don't about the history of the NHL." You're 18. You don't know shit about shit. Pull up your pants. <laughs> I gotta get that. You're not a, a you're not even you're not a member of the Wu Tang Clan. You're not even in a tribe called Quest, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, man. Uh, it's like I said, is as it should be. He's supposed to be the fucking the future of that team, and if he's not, there's going to be hell to pay. I mean, there's. The last, what, 50 years, pretty much littered with careers of guys who came into Toronto, was held up as the savior, and it didn't happen. Matt Sundin, uh, Doug Gilmore. Oh, shit. I mean, I, I can't think off the top of my... I, I, I know I'm... I mean, but, dude, even goal Was Tamu was Salati in there? No. Oh, no, what was his name? What was his name? Uh, starts with a P, Rich. Hello, no, that was Vancouver. Oh. Um, but no, even their goalies, man. Remember all the hype over fucking Felix Potvin? The cat? Felix cat. Yeah. Yeah. And then didn't do shit for him. So, I mean, look, it, the way I'm looking at it is if the wings are going to suck as bad as I think they're going to suck for quite a few years then there's really no hope in cheering for them to be like, you know, deep playoff runs or anything. Then I rather see a team like Toronto just as a fan of the sport, win a cup here in the next couple of years. Hey, they had a really good goalie for one year. I'm just saying it was the shit. Uh, you're, yeah. Your precious Belfour. I say, did Belfour do a stint there? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Yeah, it went from there to Dallas and won a cup. But yeah, it's it, uh, that trade is is what's interesting about the the getting back to the Duchesne trade is apparently he was not a very well liked guy by the rest of the team, and I gotta wonder if that's why it took so long to get him fucking traded because like, I'm not joking, he was on the trading block for close to a year and a half. I mean, that's no exaggeration. I mean, literally, literally two three times a month, I was reading an article about you know. They're this close to a trade for Duchesne, blah, 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 blah. And then it would fall apart. I mean, so is this Ottawa throwing like a Hail Mary going, well, we hope he's not as big of an asshole as we think. I mean, I don't know if he's as hated as like Sean Avery was, but I mean, if he is, how much skill makes up for that? I mean, you really don't want a guy in the locker room pissing everybody off constantly with bullshit. That's just, that's not, it's. It's not a it's not a good way to fucking build a team. And I mean, I don't. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Was he noted, Coxman, Sean Avery? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mister. Boy, these guys in the NHL love my sloppy seconds. <laughs> yeah, Did, but didn't the Wings? Didn't the Wings have the same problem with Aaron Ward? What for being a Coxman? Just being an asshole and then trying to get rid of him. Uh, I think he went to. I think he went to Carolina after he played with the Wings, and then I kind of lost track of him. But I know that 
Sean Avery was put in check when he was here in Detroit, and when he started getting a little bit too big for his britches, they moved his ass real quick. I know that for a fact. Because he was supposed to be like the new Marty LaPointe, you know, the guy that could get under other teams' skin, draw penalties, you know, put a couple in the net. But really, he was out there to be a pest. And he took that role to heart. I mean, to the point where they invented a rule to stop him from doing what he was doing. Because when he was screening fucking Brodeur, he literally parked in front of Brodeur, turned his back to him, and started waving his stick in the air like a madman. And they come up with the Avery rule that you can't do that. So, I mean, that's not Duchesne's game. He's not that type of he's not that type of player whatsoever. But I mean, I I don't know, man. It's 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 gonna be interesting to see how this works out. Nashville is is Nashville. I mean, you know, Kyle Turris is decent center. But I mean, Colorado, what three draft picks? One, two. Three, four players, that's their haul in this. I mean, that's if you need if you're a fan of that franchise, you're gonna be able to get tickets real cheap for the next couple of years. That's my prediction. But it was also kind of bizarre how he got traded, because he got traded right in the middle of the game. Another one of his another one of his went to intermission and we're like, All right, deuces, take your skates off. Yeah, it, it's it, yeah, there's there's it, Oh, is that really was, how it went down? It was literally one of his teammates was being helped off the ice with an injury, and in the background, he skates up and walks out out after him to go leave because he's been traded. I mean, it's I, I don't think I've ever really seen that. You know, a player like basically leave in the middle of a game because they found out they've been traded. See ya. Well, I mean, uh, to be fair, I'm traded. All right, I'm out. Well, what about the game? What about my contract? I don't play for you. Bye, bye, son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean that's that's I that to me that right there. What's that tell you about the guy's character? That he didn't. You fucking done, son. At the very least, it tell, <laughs> at the very least, it tells you he did not want to be there. I mean, that's dude. It's because it, I'm just thinking of like when Chauncey Billups got traded and they and found they all out, cried. and they all were in a hotel room together crying about it. Yeah, you know. Whereas Matt Duchesne's like. Peace, motherfucker. And just, <laughs> just skates off the ice. He's like, <laughs> all right, where am I going? Like, like, I almost get the feeling if they were playing Ottawa that night, he came out at the beginning of the next period in an Ottawa jersey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what up? I'm playing for the other team tonight just because I can. Hey, let you me get what? my pants and my shoes when I'm done with this, all right? Somebody let me in. You know, just come skating out with a jersey with no name, no number. They bought it from the gift shop. He just throws it on. <laughs> no, it's a replica, so it's good. <laughs> it's got the C- CM logo. We're good. Hey, you got your tie-down on that? This thing don't have a tie-down. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It- That's a deep hockey pull right there. I'm talking about the tie-down. I left my keys in the locker. Somebody let me in after this period, all right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it's happened in the history of sports where someone's been traded to the team they're playing, and they find out, they just go, all right. Like, I can almost see it in baseball. Like, just walk across the diamond between innings to the other fucking dugout and have a seat. Yeah, just call time out to the other. What up? (laughs) (laughs) I. Yeah, I'm the new kid in town. How you doing? <laughs> but yeah, it's it was 
it's been yeah it's been a, it's been described as bizarre his reaction to it as far as just like later see ya <laughs> I mean it's just <laughs> gone and he's he's really one of the last holdovers of guys from the tail end of that the the I mean he wasn't there when Wa was there but he was there when Adam Foote was there a couple other guys I mean his, I think his rookie season was two thousand eight two thousand nine might might be a year early on that. So, I mean, he, he's really, like, the last guy from the, you know, what do you call it? I, 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 you can't say the golden years of the Colorado Avalanche because they haven't been around long enough, but the winning years, I guess you could say. But, yeah, I don't know. With Adam Deadmarsh and all of them. Hey, but I'm, they're the Nordiques, right? Yeah, but, I mean, they pretty much erased the history of being the Nordiques to anyone who's not in Quebec that first year in Colorado by winning the cup. Yeah. There's much as Nordiques as uh, the Ravens are Cleveland Browns. Yeah. That's yeah. true. And that's a good way. That's a good way to explain it. And you look at Cleveland and it's nothing like the Ravens. Well, it's also to me, this is the interesting part because, you know, as a, as a Red Wing fan, who did you hate more in the nineties? No one. You hated, you hated, the anal munch. Fuck them. Fuck Joe Sackick. Oh, but he's so classy. Fuck him and his classy ass. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I still hate the day. I don't even know who's on their fucking oh, roster. He's so classy. I, I hate the mention of the name. You start saying Colorado, it's like, motherfucker, you better say Rockies. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I hated them for over 10 years. I can't stand them motherfuckers. But I mean, it's, you know, they both came to prominence in the NHL as far as winning cups around the same period. They were constant for at least a good three, four, maybe even five years there. If you wanted to win the cup, it had to go through either Detroit. You had to go through Detroit or Colorado. And, I mean, almost every time they met in the playoffs, even in the regular, that's how you know that that was, it was a short-lived rivalry as far as, I mean, it's, you know, it's not like the 10-year war or, Red Sox, Yankees, but I mean, you know it's a heated rivalry when regular season games are can't miss, must watch events. Yeah, yeah. The streets of Detroit are cleared not because the police are out, but because the fucking Avalanche are playing the Red Wings. Exactly. Were, every eye was glued to a TV somewhere. I, I was working at a Denny's as a cook. And they brought a TV into the fucking into the into the into the kitchen on the make line, and I'm like, "Are you serious?" And they're like, "Colorado, Detroit, man, can't miss that game. I'm not going to listen to that shit on the radio." <laughs> and like, which Rich could not agree more. <laughs> I mean, I it was the manager that did it. I was just like, "Is this is this cool with the health department? Fuck them. They're not going to come in at." 7.30 on a Friday. I'm like, okay, all right. Well. Yeah. They're watching the game at their TV, goddammit. <laughs> Looks like we're watching it. It's like we're making some moons over my hammy watching the Red Wings Avalanche game. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's you know, they both came to prominence at the same time, and they both pretty much, I mean, Chicago's, or Chicago, um, Colorado's fall happened a little bit sooner than Detroit's. But, I mean, they're both in the mid- middle of a rebuilding period. And, I mean, that's it, just all there is to it. You can't pretty it up any more than that. Because, I mean, they're not relevant in the NHL at the moment. And that's just, that's weird to say, but, I mean, it's the truth. Think of think of the teams that you think of 
when you mention playoffs these days, you don't think of the Red Wings, and you damn sure don't think of the Avalanche. No, you got to think Penguins, Lightning, Calgary. Even Chicago's time's kind of coming to an end here, real quick. It, it is hitting a part. It's hitting the brakes. I mean, dude, they're Stanley Cup champs two seasons ago, and, and it feels like it's been half a decade already. You know. Boston won a cup. Where the fuck is Boston now? I mean, this is this is the this is the the fallout from you know the post mid the post two thousands lockout. This is the type of, of of league you know you have, which is apparently what the owners wanted. They wanted just a what do you call it? Like a like a rotation of of you know teams, and no team could could be a dynasty. I mean, we've yet to see in the salary cap era of the NHL, a New England Patriots-type team. A team that just keeps winning. Well, I mean, I guess you can make an argument for the Penguins, especially if they three-peat this year. They won in 2009, and they've won two more cups since then. Well, the Red Wings back in the day. Yeah, but I'm talking about since the salary cap came in yeah. to play after the 0405 lockout. I mean that's 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 really to me that is a point where it's like there's it's it's like the dead ball versus the live ball era in baseball, base or or, or better yet uh, pre integration baseball and post integration baseball it is two separate it's two separate eras you can't even really compare them to each other not necessarily statistically but just in the way that teams were made up how teams won and what they would do I mean it used to be every fucking year at the trade deadline. You were sitting on, on, you know, on the edge of your seat, waiting to see what move was made. You know, who did we pick up at the trade deadline? Who did we get rid of? Is it worth it? Et cetera, et cetera. And it, I, I don't know. It may, maybe it's just because I'm older, but I don't have that feel anymore when I watch, you know, no. hockey. I mean, this is this is this is the equivalent. I won't say the A Rod trade, like when he was traded from. Texas, but I mean, because you know, Duchesne isn't on A Rod's level. But, I mean, this is a this is a big fucking name in the NHL with talent being moved. Like it's just, I don't know. I th- I think I think it should have gotten more coverage than it got. But then again, I think all hockey should get more coverage than it gets. But you know, ESPN, we care about them them women's college basketball scores, so you got to run those first. Yes. Because that is what people watch, women's basketball. But, but you know, people do watch fucking football. Man, I, I so wish they would get a TV contract again for NHL. It would be so much better league. Hey, before we get to the uh, football talk and the college and all that, uh, Chris. Yes. How many weeks are we into the NBA season? Uh, this would be week, stand by, I think it's week three, possibly two. Yeah, I think so too. The reason I ask is because he's already done it. Who's already done what? It's fourth he, week. He that is him that is I don't name. It's fourth week. LeBron? That's him. What did he do? He put out a meme of a black fist and his, his caption was mood. So he's being frustrated. That's what he's trying to depict. He's frustrated. And here's the beauty of this. I don't have to say a damn thing about him. Not one. 
every sportscaster on any channel is sitting there tearing him apart for it. it it's almost like they're tired of him every fucking season that guy has something that he bitches about if we're four weeks in he's quote mood frustrated really what does cartoon really mean, mean? It- is the black fist for like black pride and that's in the in or something or is it he's pissed no, he's, off about his situation in cleveland he's pissed off about a situation in cleveland okay well you gotta you gotta make that you gotta make that a little bit more clear because you just said he posted a black fist i'm thinking like 68 olympics type shit i'm not thinking he's pissed off about what's going on in cleveland do you get my no, point he, yeah i got you it, the the meme is like a you guys if you can find it, it well I'm sure you can it's all over the place but it's like a cartoon and it's just the black fist being clenched and symbolizing that he's being frustrated with his the way things are going in Cleveland and we're only four weeks in and this bastard and every sportscaster on any network is sitting there tearing him apart saying how quirky it is how just fucked up it is to to. That's all you do. You put on Twitter a fucking cartoon's black fist being clenched and put mood. Like, yeah, but everybody puts dumb shit on social media. What? What? Why is this LeBron? Why is this a big deal with him? It's every fucking season, dude. Every season he's got something. Last season it was, I need help. <laughs> dude, you just won the fucking NBA Finals. You just won the championship with the same team you're asking for help from. the fuck out of here. Before we bag on them completely, did they lose a close game tonight? Let's see. Let's look at the scores. (laughs) Come on, Internet. (laughs) What is your deal tonight? Internet, don't fail me now. Now to the HRNO, punching my computer won't make it work faster. (laughs) I just... I just pictured the gif of the monkey just slamming the laptop, sliding it, and just throwing it across the room. Fuck this. Dude, that office monkey, those are like my new favorite memes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know why he's shaking his fist in the air? They're five and six. But they won tonight. They beat the Bucks. They're four and six. It's only four weeks yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> season's a month old. He's one game under 500. He'll be all right. Didn't he start off like this a couple seasons ago and turn around yes. and make it to the finals? Yes. And win the championship. So, I mean, uh, it's like, yeah, and, and and the Pistons beat the fucking Warriors. Yep. Do you think that's, that, that's going to make him, or excuse me, make the Pistons go to the finals? Fuck no. The 7-3 oh, Pistons? That'll, that, the wheels will come off of that quick. I believe. You have so much faith in our hometown teams. Wait for it. Because <laughs> I've followed them enough to know. The Pistons ain't nothing special right now. They're not. Pistons are a big warm bowl of nothing. <laughs> I, don't know what's, I, I don't know what's worse. Is it, is, is it bad for a team like the Pistons? And I mean, this isn't just limited to the Pistons. When I say like the Pistons, I mean a team that doesn't really have the a superstar. I mean, who's there? I don't even think anyone can make the argument that there's a superstar on that team. Drummond. Oh. I mean, is he really a superstar? I mean, he's the closest thing we got, I think. I mean, what's what's worse? Because, I mean, I, I've listened to enough national, you know, sports talk radio to know that they are definitely lumped into the bottom half of the middle of the pack. That's where most people are putting them. Yep. 
So in other words, out of sight, out of mind. You don't think about them until your team plays them type type situation. And I mean, for a team like the Pistons or or you know any team in that position, what's worse, being the bottom of the the barrel or being a, a team that's just like painfully painfully average and mediocre? I, I think know, painfully average and mediocre. Because if you're painfully average and mediocre, you you were made and and people brought in to be better than obviously you are. And you're just sitting there spinning wheels. So I think that would be worse. At the bottom, people don't expect shit from you. They're like, oh, you're just there. You're a game to play for four periods, you know, four quarters. I mean, it also... Does it... <laughs> When a team like the Pistons has the record that they have, is it setting their fans up for for a, a big letdown? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, well, you could look at it that way, or you could say, "Hey, at least we had something to cheer about at the beginning of the season." Hey, we tried hard. We're all still good friends. That don't mean that don't mean Dick and June. I mean, people like Chris who thinks that you know every Detroit team is terrible right now, so. Hey, at least it gives them something to cheer about they right are. now. See? They are. They well, are. Okay. The best we have is an average football team. Oh, don't go there. And if you want to expand on that, really the best chance you have at a championship coming out of the southern region of Michigan is MSU basketball. Dude, I'm just or a realist. For that I'm a realist who's seen the level that all these teams are playing at right now. It, it's over for the Tigers. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a long few years with the Wings, and the, yeah, the Pistons are in. The Pistons are still rebuilding from that whole thing blowing up ten years ago. Quite honestly, if you really want to be honest about it, do you want to know how I know that? As much as you're as you're poking Chris for fucking saying, you know, he shits on all the Detroit teams. You want to know how I know that he's right? Because the Pistons and the Red Wings are trying to pull some shit in the media to try to put some spin on all the empty seats during their games the same way the Tigers did in 2000 after they opened Comerica Park. Right. And people were looking at the empty seats. What they're saying is, well, when you went to the Joe to watch hockey, there wasn't a whole lot to attract you away from the game. It was all about hockey. This is an entertainment complex. (laughs) <laughs> so people are buying tickets and coming in and going to the restaurant and the Made in Detroit store and this and that. And so the, the whole game's, game? <laughs> the game's secondary. You got exactly what I'm saying. That's the same shit they tried to say about Comerica Park. If you're in your 20s, me, it is possible. But let me ask you a question. When the Tigers were winning in 2006 through the last two seasons. Oh, look. Look, look who's not and, and taking advantage of the entertainment complex. Everybody exactly. in the seats. Exactly. So even if a small percentage of people are willing to spend money to go to a basketball or hockey game and then not watch it, I can't believe that that explains why the majority of those seats are empty. That's a, that's a misdirection tactic used by the team's the ownership and the management of those teams to try to you know, get you to not think that they suck. When they do, well, those those uh, reporters need to call the management on that. And be like, look, uh, I don't know how to tell you this. People in Detroit don't have that much money. If they bought a ticket, they can't afford to go any stores or restaurants in the fucking complex. 
Yeah, I'm not paying $300 for two tickets, $50 for parking to go visit Kid Rock's fucking made in Detroit store. It ain't happening. Right. Okay. Can we also stop this narrative, though, that everyone's walking around here in burlap sacks and socks with holes in them? Like, you know. Oh, it's not. It's not a it's not a Steinbeck novel, but I mean yeah. it's definitely <laughs> it's, say two thousand nine. I mean it, it's eh, there's not as much there's not as okay there's not as many people willing to spend their disposable income on these teams anymore, and that's just a fact. They're not going to fucking go. Hey, let's take we got extra money at the end of the month. Let's go see the Red Wings and take the whole fucking family. They're going to go. Let's go do something else. Or they're not giving it. They're not making it worth it because when people are winning, isn't it funny how much that money gets spent? That's what I'm saying. The teams but, aren't good enough to get people to, to fucking go spend their money on them. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everybody's walking in burlap sacks. But what I'm saying is, like Rich said, if somebody's paying three hundred dollars for two tickets and fifty for parking, and then I get my big ass all the way up there, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a burlap sack, but I damn sure ain't going to spend any more money in a fucking surrounding store or, or restaurant i'm gonna sit and watch this fucking game if i wanted to go out to eat and go shopping i'd have gone to fucking you know westland mall or some shit hey man in 2008 when the economy was in the dumper everywhere the playoff games were still selling out at the joe just saying like the money if, if it's there give the people willingness to uh give the people a reason to spend the money man they'll spend the money and right now, right, but they would all sit and watch the game. Two too. warm bowls, two warm bowls, and nothing ain't getting ain't getting people out of the house to drop. You know, if you got kids, I mean, it's probably what it's a good. If you're conservative, it's probably a five hundred dollar day. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, also, and this just isn't Detroit teams. This is wherever. How many times do we see teams build a new stadium? And they're and and they're in the middle of just a forty degree day stretch in their history, and they're hoping that's enough to bring people out. Well, well, well let me throw this one on you, Rich. Maybe they're building a new stadium, and that's causing them to be in a forty degree day because they can't afford to you know hire the talent to to play because they're putting it all into the stadium. Because you, you know you, you look at an LC Arena, and you're telling me they got. Not these stores, hey, the taxpayer these... paid for half of that. That's that's a good negotiation on the part of the Illiches. <laughs> taxpayer bought half of that arena. No, that is that that is true. And I mean, I'm just thinking back to 2000 when Ford Field opened, and people were like, "Oh, have you been to Ford Field yet?" And it's like, no, because the Lions play there. I mean, why would I go? <laughs> I did not make it to Ford Field, I think, until like 2010 or 2011-ish. Maybe, Dude, I've been to Ford Field. Maybe but... even 2012. It's me... 2000... Damn, dude, it took you fucking over a decade. And I've only been there once. I've been to one game, and it was in 2004. It was a W. It was against the Vikings. Yeah, the game I went to, they won against Cardinals. I, I went and saw them play the toilet bowl, and then uh, I went one, and saw the them. handle or no handle. Well, I went and saw the toilet bowl, and then I went with the hand and saw them play the handle. And, and they, they lost both times. Exactly, they did lose. 
However, they lost to the toilet bowl because they called a penalty at the end of the game. It's always but. <laughs> it always is. It's the Lions. Assholes. Oh, I'm so mad at them. Well, anyways, let's let's move on to the the. The, I, I don't know any other way to put it, but clusterfuck that is the Big Ten. Clusterfuck that is college, period. Holy hell. Well, I mean, first of all, dude, I think there's a real good chance that the Big Ten is not going to have a team in the, in the college playoffs. It's yeah. playing that way. Oh, but Michigan State could win it. Oh, who would have thought we'd be having this conversation? All right, slow your roll, Pills. So great when you're not expecting it. Hey, let me enjoy this week before you start shitting on them. <laughs> Just let I, me enjoy I, this week. Well, I'm not right, shitting well, on them, dude. Them I'm, I'm not either, but don't start setting up like they're going to win everything. Ohio State looks beatable. Just I, saying. I have to say this. I don't know of a, of a coach in college football right now who's done more with less than D'Antonio. Yeah, yeah, Coach D, holy shit. <laughs> Nobody I mean, thought it was coming. I mean, you can take Nick Saban, you can take Uncle Urban, a handful of other coaches, but State don't have the resources those that Alabama and Ohio State does. State doesn't attract the recruits that those teams do. And he's done more with less. How many times has it been a two, three-star recruit that he, tr- that he coaches up and they play like five-star recruits? They got more fucking quarterbacks in the NFL than than Ohio State and Michigan combined it right now. Two of them starting. Drew Stanley, exactly. Kirk Cousins, Le'Veon Bell. He's not a quarterback, but I mean, it, I think at this point, anyone who is hating on State, specifically D'Antonio, is and they're just a hater, or or they're a Michigan fan. I mean, and and they're an idiot Michigan fan. I mean, it sucks because I've had to listen to uh, our local cheerleader for MSU, Mike Valeni, on our local sports station. It's funny. State wins against Penn State. And what does he talk about all week? How bad Michigan sucks. (laughs) (coughs) That's why you're little brother. Because you're the biggest cheerleader for this team in this area, and you can't stop talking about U of M. Sir, that's on you. That's not on me. On... You just rose 12 in the rankings. You were ranked ahead of Ohio State and Penn State. Talk about that. That's what I'm saying. Talk about the fact that you have a coach that is playing so fucking far above his pay grade that it's ridiculous. Talk about a year ago, your record was reverse of what it is right now. You did worst to first. You are 5-1 and one in your division your game, your your game. This game next week is for the Big Ten, pretty much. They're both five and one in the division. Penn State's four and two. Michigan's four and two. So I mean, the winner of uh, Michigan State, Ohio State this week. That there's your Big Ten. The end. I mean, yeah, you'll have your Big Ten title game, but really, I mean, it's a numbers game at that point. You know, unless you start dropping games. The but the problem is is there's so. When it comes to the national pitcher, everybody's got two losses that matters in the Big Ten, except yeah. for Wisconsin. You know, you have State, you have Ohio, you have Ohio State, 
Penn State, yeah, Michigan has two losses, but I don't even consider them in the fucking running because they're going to get fucking murdered down the, down the line here. They still got Wisconsin and Ohio State to play, and those are just two two big ass fucking just on the horizon going in dry. So, I mean. <laughs> DVDA. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're talking, what, eight and four? That's not winning you anything. So you're they're out of the they're out of the national talk, but I mean Wisconsin plays in the Big Ten West, which is a fucking joke outside of Wisconsin. Who's the powerhouse in the Big Ten West besides Wisconsin? You got Northwestern, Ohio, Nebraska, Purdue, Minnesota, Illinois. Maybe Nebraska depends on the year, not this year. It definitely depends on the year. Yeah, Illinois, Illinois conference record zero and six. <laughs> Fodder. The Illinois fodder. Like, literally, they, they, they are... If I'm, if I'm an Illinois fan, I'm like, well, who is this high school team in our fucking uniforms? Seriously. How the, fuck are, how the fuck are you even playing? Same thing with Indiana in the East. Another 0-6 fucking in the conference. I mean, it's not... I, I guess you could say that Ohio... Because you got Ohio State and Penn State. The, the the Big Ten East is considered like you know now nationally relevant, you know in, in the in the talk for championships and stuff. But I, I don't understand how state gets overlooked all the time. Like don't get me wrong, goddamn, I hate state. I can't stand state, but they deserve a lot more respect nationally than they get. And it, it, it's it's irritating. And I'm not one of those douchebags who's like, well. If Michigan can't win it, I root for everybody else in the Big Ten to win it. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck Ohio State. Fuck Penn State. Fuck Michigan State. Rutgers, you got some nice uniforms. Maryland, Indiana, I don't even think about you. Yeah. You know, fuck Wisconsin. Fuck Purdue. Fuck Minnesota. (laughs) I I don't want any of the worst fight songs ever, by the way. But honestly, how how Michigan State constantly gets disrespected in the net in 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 nationally when it comes to college football if i was an msu fan i would have a big ass fucking chip on my shoulder about it not this well, chip if on I was my an shoulder MS player about i would too you can't man you can't man can't because then the walmart wolverines start getting at you man well you okay first of all you got to stop with this fucking chip on your shoulder over michigan all right act like you've been there before just fucking go you know what who are you talking to I'm with you on that, man. Like, you're not the only team in the Big Ten, guys. You're not even the dominant team in the Big Ten. Not even the dominant team in the Big Ten East. So what are you flapping your gums for? You know, fuck fuck our our record. Go beat Ohio State sometime in this fucking (laughs) millennium, okay? I mean, honestly, what is... This is what you... State fans, if you're listening, this is what you do to shut up a Wolverine. What's your record against ranked teams? It's like something crazy, like 5-28 and 28 since 2000. Damn, it, it, really? It's, That's it's awful. Bad. It's bad. So, I mean, what do you... Ooh, you beat Minnesota. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Which, you took Illinois to the woodshed. <laughs> okay, and? In overtime. It's like going up to a quadriplegic and kicking their ass. Do you expect a cookie for that? Meanwhile, Michigan State's been fucking playing the big boys and beating them, by the way. And, and by the way, Michigan, you ain't one of the big boys anymore. 
Period. They snuck All back into stupid. the rankings. Well, I and, mean, they Michigan State only beat Penn State. They're what ranked two? I mean, they were not even the top team. So they have a better record against. <laughs> they have a better record against uh, 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 Uncle Urban led Ohio State than Michigan does. They actually beat Ohio State for the Big Ten championship. I, I was being a hundred percent sarcastic there. I well, have no, 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 no idea how they did it. I just don't know. It's a, I'm just, I just, I'm just, I'm just laying out the facts. And for whatever reason, in the off season, and I told you guys this before the season even started. I'm like, <clears throat> I don't know why. Why is everybody so fucking in the, on the national, you know, scene? All fucking getting a tip drip over Michigan. I wasn't hearing about how great Michigan was. I was hearing about how great Harbaugh was. Well, Harbaugh don't win you games. He don't suit up and play. This year is absolute proof of it. In fact, he did what I said he was probably going to do. He just didn't wait for it to be a blowout. He put the fucking young guys in. He put his young quarterback in. And to be honest with you, I'm not that impressed. What do you have, like 50, 60 yards passing against Minnesota? What? Really? That's the future of, of, of U of M football? Because it ain't, it ain't spate and it ain't no corn. So who the fuck is it? So yeah, fuck that, man. If you're a fucking Spartan fan, don't even. It's like if you're a fucking, if you're a Yankees fan in the '90s and a Tampa Bay Devil Rays fan starts talking shit to you, you just turn around and go, "I'm sorry, why are you talking?" <laughs> Do you even know what sport you're playing? Go sit down somewhere. You know what stadium you're at? Yeah. Do you under? Go look. Go on the outfield and look at Mon- Monument City out there. And then go back and fucking realize that you had to pay Wade Boggs to wear your goddamn hat into the fucking Hall of Fame, okay? Sit down, shut up, adults are talking. <laughs> now, I mean, uh, give me a sec, because it fucking, it, it browser crash. Uh, God damn it. Oh, there we go. All right. I mean, you got Georgia ranked number one, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Oklahoma, TCU, Florida, or Miami, excuse me, Miami of Florida, uh, Wisconsin, Washington, Auburn. There's your top ten. Then you got USC, Michigan State. Where the fuck did Notre Dame come from? It's like they opened the door and was like, oh, I heard you guys are having a party. I went in. Well, that's what I'm saying. If Right now, okay, right now. The team who has the best shot of making it into the college playoffs is Wisconsin from the Big Ten. And Correct. my question is, do you think Wisconsin's a better team than Michigan State? Well, Don't they play each other? We got to, I mean, let's look at, didn't we determine think, that Wisconsin ain't played nobody? That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You got to go on strength of schedule here also. Wisconsin I mean, they, they, has played so far nobody. With a parenthesis, their first ranked opponent they're going to have is this week, and it's number 20, Iowa. Whereas states ran through Michigan, Penn State, Penn State, and they're going to play Ohio State. And I mean, the last two games, come on now, Maryland and Rutgers. So they're going to face three ranked teams. Yeah, by the by the end of the the regular season, um, Wisconsin will have faced. Two, if Michigan stays ranked by the time they get to Michigan. 
and none of them in the top ten. Yeah, that will also be true for Wisconsin. I mean, if the standings stay as they are, it's going to be Wisconsin-Michigan State for the Big Ten Championship. If Wisconsin runs the table, there's going to be people trying to make a case for them that they deserve to be in the in the, in the 14 playoff. But, I mean, that means they got to jump. You know, Miami, and they got to TCU-Oklahoma as of right now in the standings. And that means they're going to have to bump either Clemson or Notre Dame. And here's the thing. Michigan, if they lose to Michigan State, and that's their only loss, how can you bump them into the playoffs when State lost to Notre Dame? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you, like okay, you beat a team who lost to Notre Dame, but you didn't beat a team who beat Notre Dame. So I, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't see a situation unless it's there's voting that I don't understand or get or someone's going to pull something out of their ass that puts any Big Ten team in the, in the college football playoff this year yeah I, I told you guys before we even started this i i can't even somehow some way all of this voting and organizing of these teams are going to make sense to somebody but it ain't me but i mean you know let's let me let, let me take an, a look here because I, I i really i should know this off the top of my head but i i really don't all right so notre dame they lost by one point to georgia they beat state uh they beat a ranked U, uh, USC team, and they play the Hurricanes this Saturday. Then they play Navy and Stanford, which should be two wins right there. The U's going to be the tough one, man. And they're at, and yeah, and they're at home. So Notre Dame has to go down there and beat them in their house. Ooh. Now, if there's one thing that, that fucking, if you know anything about the U, they do not accept losing at home. That is just, I don't care if you go back to players who played. For Schnellenberger back in 1979, when they when they lose at home, they hear it from every motherfucking player of note that ever put on that uniform. They yeah, call do that you, you're gonna get a call. Michael oh, exactly. Call you and yell at you. It, it's exactly Lovin, what Wayne happened. the Rock Johnson, all of them bitches. Exactly, they're all coming. They're all Benny Blades and his brothers are showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, motherfucker, do you know what you wear on the side of your helmet? You do not lose at home. You know, I mean, that's just how that shit goes. They do not suffer fools. So, I mean, looking at Notre Dame, they ain't really played a whole bunch of fucking people themselves. The best team they played, they lost. Now, granted, they only lost by one point, but still, it's like... It is to the number one ranked team, though, Rich. Yeah, well... Uh, and they held to a loss by one point, so... But that's what I was trying to say. Where the fuck did Notre Dame come back? Last I heard, they were suspended and lost a whole bunch of shit. And yeah, like, same thing with Penn State a couple of years ago. Look how quick they bounced back. That's what I'm saying. It's like they were like opening the door and hey, I heard you had a party. We want in. <laughs> it's college, man. There's turnover every three or four years. That's how they get down. Yeah, I just... I've, I, I, I kind of feel bad for State because they're doing what they're supposed to do. They've played up to and above their potential a couple games this season. And, I mean, that's, to me, you got to attribute that to the coach, especially coming off the season he had last year. Well, they stopped uh, arguably the best running back in college football. Yeah, dude, they made your boy look like a fucking chump. <laughs> they did. Oh, it wasn't even funny, man. 14 attempts? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Go back Seriously. to fucking, go back to the high school team. Go to the homecoming game. You know, get your dick sucked by a senior. 
<laughs> yeah, it was bad. I was like, what the fuck? Barkley was like, I'm taking my ball and going home. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I just I mean, pictured, I just so pictured Barkley on the corner, the rim of that well, and fucking, you know, uh, Lewerk or whatever his name is, going, this is Spartan, and kicking his <laughs> ass down the well. Like, thanks for playing, fucking Barkley. Damn. I do. I have to say that that win over Penn State, that's their signature win right there so far this season. Absolutely. Not that not that bullshit. Sorry, Michigan fans. Hey, yeah, not that bullshit you. Michigan game. But this was you know. a st- this was a this made people stand up and take notice. This changed the fucking shape of that division. Like this was a lot of things. This win was a lot of statements all rolled into one. Yeah, because Penn State is, I mean, that was a runaway train, man. Ain't nobody stopping or catching it. Yeah, choo-choo, motherfucker. Not anymore. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Fucking Michigan State came down looking like Hancock and shit. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I, my fear is that, let's say they go in, they beat Ohio State, and they run the table from here on out, that they're going to end up, and I'll say they win the Big Ten championship. They're going to end up in some bullshit bowl game that doesn't mean nothing. And I, I feel like they deserve more than that based on, and I, I know this doesn't come into factor, but based on how they finished last season and what they've done this season. But I know you can't, you can't rank them this season for what happened last year. But, I mean, dude, three and nine? I mean, that's horrendous. Yeah. That is the the plane has crashed into the mountain. I mean, six and six gets you a fucking bowl game. They couldn't even play five hundred football last season. Everybody gets a trophy. I, I it was sports. Is, this college sports has turned into Oprah Winfrey, and you get a bowl game, and you get a bowl game. Everybody gets a bowl game. Yeah, but don't don't delude yourself into thinking that's that's because they you know everybody's a winner. That's because. Those ball money. games bring big money, exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> if the money wasn't there, no, it's there wouldn't Tocitos be that there. <laughs> For those who don't know, what was it? Who was it? Do you remember? No, I don't. I, wasn't it Brent Musburger that said it to the player though? I think so. Yeah, it was after a, it's like the a worst bowl product game. placement ever. That's all I remember. Yeah, Tostitos bowl. He comes down and. Player, they hand the player a bag of Tostitos, and Musburger's like, "So you got a big bag of Tostitos there?" It's like, what the fuck? It's like, you don't. No one celebrates a victory with corn chips. Okay, it just doesn't yeah. happen. I'm so happy. Pass me the dip. <laughs> Said nobody ever. No, I don't want that case. I want that seven layer shit. You know, no. It you just won the ball game. Where are you going to the bathroom? Holy Tostitos, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> seven layer, my ass is going to be on fire. Going, going to 7 Eleven and getting me some Tostitos. No, it doesn't work that way. Pepto Bismol up in yeah. this motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. They can cut from the Tostitos bowl to the Pepto Bismol bowl. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. To the Portageon outside with the long ass line. The Emodium Bowl. <laughs> right? Oh Christ. Alright. So should we get into the to the big boys? I mean, have we, have you wrapped up college football? Yeah, I mean there's I, there's really from the two teams we talk about the most, 
we've covered state. And, I mean, Michigan's playing Maryland. There's really nothing to talk about. Hey, I'll say Minnesota. Ooh. They get to keep the little brown jug. Uh, I'm in Delaware. The only reason I mean, Michigan's back in the top 25 is because that was a division opponent. That's, that is, that has got to be the only reason why. You beat a 500 football team. You do not I deserve. You you do, I honestly, you do not deserve to jump back into the rankings for that. So the only thing I'm thinking is it was because it was a it was a Big Ten team. As much shit as I talk about this ranking system, I'm going to continue to do it. I swear to God, it's a bunch of fucking stoned people sitting in a room going, "Who are we forgetting? We got Bama. Okay, we got State. Who are we forgetting, man? Where's the U of M? The big old M, motherfucker. Where'd you put it? Just put it up there somewhere. Well, they just lost. They can't be in this week. Right. Chris, I'll go you one. I'll go you one better than because they beat a fucking divisional opponent. I think the only reason they're in the top 25 is because of that block M. If they weren't Michigan, they wouldn't be in the top 25. But they were out the week before. That fucking block M. They had fallen out. And the history that comes, just like I just said, you can't rank a team based on what happened last year. Compared to this year, for some reason, with certain teams, their history gets them a lot more forgiveness than it should. Michigan shouldn't be in the top 25, period. Who the fuck have you beat? Who have you beat? You beat an unranked Florida team. Uh, well, Air Force, that's your signature win this year? They beat Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Penn State is still snatching dick out their ass. And that's been three weeks ago. You know, oh, 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 oh they, they beat Rutgers. Once again, what's their signature win this year? Hey, they won in overtime, damn it. It's just like another team around here. Who have you beat? But we'll get into that. Well, I, since we're moving on to the pros, I got to ask. Did the NFL think they were the NHL this last Sunday? Apparently. I thought it was the WBA at one point. WBC. Something. I thought it was... I thought it was the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Because who, who's, the, who's the dude who put the naked rear choke on the guy and started throwing punches? A.J. Green. That motherfucker. Okay. He cost a- me a fantasy victory. A.J. A- Green. out of nowhere. <laughs> I got to say, A.J. Green, uh, you, you might want to work on how you, you punch in technique because you kind of look like a 14-year-old girl who's really pissed off when you throw some punches. A.J. Green, if I ever meet you, I'm kicking you in the dick. Just saying. Well, I'm saying though, Rich, he was hitting a helmet. It's not like his helmet was off. You don't I'm really want to d- take full force into a helmet, dude. <laughs> Those weren't the most manly looking punches. They looked about as manly as when Steven Seagal runs. Right? <laughs> like seriously, stiffen your wrist up and follow through. Okay, D- don't slap them. These receivers got to take care of the hands. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know what? first of all, what the fuck are you? First of all, what the fuck are you doing fighting with a guy with a football helmet? Get the helmet off, then throw the punches. He tried. Did you see the RKO out of nowhere? No, Dude, I'm telling you. Like, just dropped him. I'm agreeing. Yeah, he tried. But trying didn't get the helmet off. So what are you punching at? I mean, Jesus Christ. You want to see what happens when you beat up people with, with helmets? Go look at Joey Kosher's hands. Wasn't out of nowhere, Earl. We went over this. Oh, I am so not fighting with you on this. Got shoved after the whistle. Yeah, he got a little bit of shove. 
got a little bit of a shove. What does he do? He fucking goes off. The guy started walking away, comes up behind him, gives him a fucking, well, it was actually a Stone Cold Stunner, and then fucking starts haymaker in him. Because he shoved him. Gets shoved after the play, man. Now I agree, like, is this your first day? You new to this? You new to the NFL? Did you not go to the orientation? Ain't hey, Green? This shit might happen, but I get, you keep saying it was out of nowhere. It's not out of nowhere. It, and that is, that is why, that, and that's, I'm telling you, that's, uh, that's why I don't think he got suspended. He was retaliating. Okay, see, now you're trying to make an argument like you'd say I try to make. That's why he didn't get suspended. Bullshit. Mike Evans got suspended for hitting a guy defending his quarterback. Mike Evans inserted himself into a situation. Absolutely. I gave you all of that. Gave you all of that. He inserted himself. He was the third man in. Okay, and I agree with you. Mike Evans should have been suspended. But if you're telling me... I'm not saying he should have been suspended. You're asking why. How come Mike Evans got suspended and how come A.J. Green did? I'm trying to explain to you why. I'm not saying one way or the other. Okay, now remove yourself from Mike Evans' position. Focus on A.J. Green. If you're telling me his WWE wrestling moves on the field didn't warrant a fucking suspension, you're out of your damn mind. He got hit after the... It was retaliation. And, and so was Mike Evans. All I, look, all I know is this. If I'm Mike Evans, I'm taking uh, Captain Crab Legs cornering him in the locker room and going you owe me a game check motherfucker what 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 the fuck is famous anus out there fucking poking players for coming off the sideline you're a fucking quarterback dude sit your fucking high maintenance overpaid ass down and stop trying to get your fucking teammates killed with your bullshit i mean i for, you ain't gonna do nothing dude everybody knows that And you put your teammates in a position to where if they don't defend you, it's going to start shit. And if they do defend you, it's going to cost them money. Getting chirpy. With other players? uh, Why are you not playing? Like I said said in in the group chat, you want to provoke a fight and then let your boys handle it. That's a bitch made move, man. That's a bitch move, Jameis. I don't know any other way to put it. Jesus. I I just don't. Who the fuck? He knew he wasn't going to fucking get into an altercation. He knew his teammates were going to have his back. And now, arguably, his best player on the team, besides him, is now sitting because of his bullshit. And that's your leader? And, you know, furthermore, this just goes to prove that certain guys who've won all their life and when they get drafted high by a losing team, they can't handle losing. Like this, it really dropped my, made me drop my and lower my opinion of him quick, fast, and in a hurry. You're supposed to know better than that. You're not a fucking wet behind the ears rookie no more. This isn't your first season. Why are you out there instigating fights? You know your teammates have to have to defend you and there no good's gonna come of that none whatsoever i, I just thanks Th- thanks thanks famous anus appreciate it for making us fucking look you know making all those tampa bay fans look like we root for a bunch of fucking retards appreciate it and another l as well oh fuck i you know that's t- you know i i understand getting pissed 
and I can I can respect a player like a pitcher who gets shelled, and when he gets pulled, he goes to the dugout and fucking goes off, throws some shit. You know, I can understand it because you do want that you want them to have that competitive fire, but to go out and pick a fucking fight that you know you have no intention of following through with yourself. It's just a bitch move, man. It is. I mean, it's the type of shit that would get your ass kicked by your boys in high school. What's the old I mean, saying? Earl and, I, Earl and I grew up with a kid who would pick fights and expect us to have his back. And then we'd sit there and be like, you don't have to handle this one on your own, dude. You started it. Wait, you did what now? Oh, no. No, no. Go get it. No. I was told at a very young age medicine. by my dad that uh, you'd never let your mouth write a check that your ass can't cash. Well, it's not even if he can fight or not. It's if, as the quarterback of that team, as the franchise quarterback, if he'd have threw a punch, all hell would have broke loose. And what would only made it worse than that is if he threw a punch and hurt his fucking hand to where he's now out. Not from a suspension, but from a a stupidity injury. Well, speaking of out, Jameis is out for an injury. Yeah, but it ain't from fucking throwing punches to somebody. No, <laughs> it's for people to putting his ass on the ground. Exactly. I mean, and that's the other thing. You, you know, aren't most teams that are considered tough, like gritty defensive teams? And this team has, what, six sacks on the season? I mean, it's third and forever, and your, your quarterback's back there writing War and Peace Volume 2 against this fucking, against their defensive line. It's a joke. I mean, so it, it, I, it, what are you trying to prove? You're just pissing off the other team. And you got an offensive line that can't keep your ass standing up. So there you go. That's intelligent. Just stupid play all around. And the sooner this season's fucking over for the Bucks, the fucking better. Was, this has been ridiculous. I mean, I, I was fuck a step back. Someone put their ass on a catapult and shot them back to the fucking like, early 90s. They might as well be wearing the creamsicle shits out there. That's how fucking embarrassing this shit is. This is the this is the quality of play I remember when I started watching the Bucks in the early nineties. You know, I'm not that hard up for nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then what was the other fucking brawl? There was a third one. Who was it? Uh, 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 fuck. Was the Bucks? AJ Green and our half-ass sports fans are showing. Yeah, I'm trying to bring up the scores from last week because we have to run through the games anyway. Come the fuck on! We're on that 1997 AOL internet. Uh, I'm supposed to have like big, luxurious, <laughs> nice, super internet, but I hear the modem connected. Yeah, no, right? And it's gone. It just happened. Just give me the fucking score. Well, I mean, I got the scores. I mean, we can run down the. The games, if you want. Well, I just want to see. I just want to look at the schedule so I can have my memory jarred for the third fucking fight. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, was it in? Was it Raiders Dolphins? No. no, that was in the stands. Yeah, Cowboys Chiefs. No, Cardinals Twenty <laughs> No, Colts Texans. No, Falcons Panthers. No. Now between the Broncos and Eagles. No, watch one. Oh, maybe there's only two fights. I swear. In- I swore when I was watching the the, the, the wrap-up before the Sunday night game that they said that there was uh, three brawls from three separate games. But it might I might have heard them wrong. It might have just been <laughs> the brawls from one game <laughs> that got out of oh, hand. Oh, it says Cowboys-Chiefs. Okay, yeah. So. There's a fight. Next <clears throat> game. 
Come on, Sports Illustrated site. Load fast. Uh, Try kicking it. See if that helps. Oh. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just scanning the article. To fucking get to the little paragraph on the fights. Well, it, could, it, it wasn't that good a one if, it, if we can't remember it. So whatever. Nor find it. All right. So shall we talk about? Talk about your team, Rich. Let's talk about our team, Earl. Oh, you don't want to go in chronological order and save it for last? Oh, well, yeah, I guess we could before we get into the picks. So fuck it. Start with Thursday night. Who the fuck are the Jets, huh? Yeah. I I think they have more wins than we all thought they would have combined. Definitely. No more moratorium for them, huh? And the Bills are supposed to be good. Yeah, the Bills, I picked them to win. We all did. All three of us did. We were shitting on the fucking Jets, I mean, before the season started. I mean, yeah, they're not 500, but I you think they'd have four wins at this point in the season. I didn't. I'm actually getting scared because San Francisco and Cleveland hasn't won yet, and they don't play each other. That would be some shit Dude. if two teams went undefeated or uh, uh, winless in the same season. I'm picking the Lions this week, but they do play Cleveland, and I'm just saying I've been a fan for a long, long time. <laughs> Here it comes. I'm this just, is the trap game. I just wouldn't be surprised. Cleveland comes out, just, and every player on the team has a career game. Yeah, I just wouldn't be surprised. Well, Put maybe we way. just we, we don't play our starters in hopes that they win one so we can keep our streak all to ourselves. Like maybe Matt Stafford, like, it's hit by a bus. <laughs> you know, or, like, falls and hits his head in his house, you know, with his twins and gets amnesia and forgets how to play football on Sunday. Like, or fucking tears his ACL in practice, fucking dolt. Nah. Shut up. Uh, but uh, next up, we'll move quick here. Uh, the Redskins and the Seahawks. Uh, I didn't see that coming for Washington. Washington all of a sudden uh, back to 500. Uh, I don't know. Uh, apparently, you did like that. Yes. And it's definitely Legion of whom? What the fuck? Where'd you go? Cousins drove Washington 70 yards in 35 seconds. I mean, so if you're willing to go that far, Earl, are you pretty much saying that this is it? Wheels have come off. This is the end of the Seahawks fucking this this latest five and three. Super Bowl run. I'm not say, I'm not going that far, but, uh, you know, Earl Thomas coming back off of the fucking uh, injury. Uh, Richard Sherman definitely has lost a step. He was getting beat the fuck up by Watson and Fuller and Hopkins and all of them. Uh, he just, he isn't what he used to be. It just, I, they've definitely went over their peak. They're not, so they're not the, a feared, the, they're not a feared the secondary anymore. You're on the side that their Super Bowl window is closing quickly. Extremely. Let's point out this is the team that beat the Lions last year in the playoffs. You were yes. talking about. Yes, that is not something for while them to the, brag about. While they Everybody were injured, their grandmother. While could beat they the were Lions. injured, while they were beat up, everybody and their grandmother could beat the fucking Lions, dude. It's not something to brag about. All right. Uh, next up, the Titans beat the Ravens again. Who are you, Ravens? Wait, say that again. The <laughs> Titans beat the Ravens. And that's just something you can't get used to hearing. What the fuck? Ravens blank the fucking. They shut out the Dolphins like forty to nothing with Ryan Mallett the week before, and then they get beat by the Titans. I don't. I'm. I'm 
Who are you, Baltimore? Who are I, you? I don't think they know. I think it's a team without an identity at this point. I will say this, though. Fucking the amount of people coming out of the woodwork singing the praises of Mariota is is amazing to me. I, I, I'm like, I'm sorry, what has he won? I, I, I mean, are, 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 am I missing something here? Did he win a Heisman? No. I'm talking about in the NFL. Exactly. You know, oh, in other words, been, what have you done for me lately? He's got him in first. Yeah, of arguably one of the worst divisions, if not the worst division yeah, it's pretty, in football this season. It's a pretty turd division. Yeah, your record is the same as the Jacksonville Jaguars. Congratulations. Right? You're five and three. Calm down. All right. And yes, you have allowed more points than you have scored. That's not a that's not a that's not a recipe for a deep playoff run. Yeah. I mean, at least if you look at you know Jacksonville, I mean, dude, their their point differential is almost a hundred to the good. I mean, that's you know they've allowed what 117 points this season. It, uh, if you, if I'm going to have to pick a team that I think is going to fucking be more legit out of that conference, give me the Jaguars over the Titans. But you wouldn't know it compared to all the talk I've heard about Mariota and how he's this savior. And I'm just like, really? Okay. Guess I, I mean, guess I haven't been watching the same games they have. Who knows? Uh, uh, next up, uh, the Drew Brees. Well, I mean, we talked about it already. They, you know, the incidents. But the Drew Brees train keeps rolling. Six, the same. Man, the Saints are six and two. There's a little, little, little something left in the old guy's tank, huh? Uh, I'd say. I mean, they've won six in a row. Yeah. Where's that? Uh, where's 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 the? Uh, it's done and over with for for Breeze. Where's that fucking bandwagon at? Hey, it's over heard, here. I'm, I'm right on it. Oh, okay. Because I haven't heard really a whole lot of shit to be said as the weeks go by, and the wins pile up. No, I'm still on it. Dude, it. dude, he beat the Bucks. That's as bad as saying he beat the Lions. And? Just leaning into that, huh? I, what do you want me to say? How, bad teams don't win the games they're supposed to. Good teams do. Mm. What do you want me to say? I'm just saying. Show me somebody he's beat. The Panthers. It, they're 6-3. and three. Uh, the, the, the next few teams are a little dubious. <laughs> uh-huh. it starts getting dicey. Uh, Dolphins, Lions, Packers, Bears, Buccaneers. But was the Packers with uh, Rodgers? No, it was not. Hey, Rod. Yeah, but dude, no one's saying. It's a game where they hurt them. No one's saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl, and they're up there with the Chiefs and the Pats and the Eagles this year. I'm just saying there's more left in that tank than a lot of people, Earl, gave him credit for. That's I didn't say saying. the guy wasn't talented, man. It, don't get confused with me. It's not saying he's not doesn't have talent. He has talent. He'll always have talent. But the window of of going to a Super Bowl with Drew Brees at, at your home it, it's closing at a rapid pace. I didn't say his son is set. I said it was setting. His career's coming to an end. Dude, you asked me at the beginning of the season. His son was done almost behind the horizon. Like I still had faith in the guy, but it's like, damn, dude, like who dat was ten years ago. Dude, they're doing exactly what I thought they would do, which is they're spoiling a lot of fucking other teams' Sundays. Mm-hmm. Because beginning of the season, they weren't supposed to be at six and two at this point in the season. No. Period. No, there's a six and two team that I want to talk about, but it damn sure ain't the Saints. 
Uh, could it be the Los Angeles Rams, one of two teams to put up 51 points? Yes. Last yes, Sunday? it is. Wow. Holy shit, Jeff yeah. Fisher. It's against the Giants. But Dude, at yeah, this point, a, a, a rock. A rock is not good enough. You actually have to dig a hole. Go find wherever Saddam Hussein was hiding and go in there. Because holy shit balls, dude. Who the hell is the L.A. Rams? Now, Rich, I'm going to give it to you. You called it. You did, but you were talking about the defense. Who the fuck is Jared Goff? Seriously right now. Jared Goff is the player that they hoped he was when they drafted him. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with Carson Wentz. Remember last season? We were talking mad shit. It was like, well, that was a quick experiment for Carson Wentz in Philly. We were talking about how they were going to fucking either lynch him or run him out of town. Now I bet you that motherfucker could sit down in any bar in Philly and he'll never pay for a drink. God, I always feel like I'm the person shitting. Like, I must be, I'm a blast at parties. But let's run down <laughs> who the Rams have beat. The Colts. The 49ers. Okay. They, they do have two wins to their credit. This is one of them. The Cowboys. Uh, they lost versus the Seahawks. They also lost versus the Redskins. Uh, they beat the Jaguars. All right. Uh, they beat the Cardinals. And they beat the Giants. So I just wonder, like, who do they have left? Vikings that have winning records right now. Vikings, Saints, Eagles... Seahawks again. Like, do they win those games? Like, those are going to be the ones where you got to sell me on them, I guess. I know that it's it's five weeks from now, and a lot could happen in those the the, the four games before the Eagles Rams game. But if they keep if the Rams keep playing like they're playing, and win three of those four games and go into that that you know at nine and four or nine and excuse me nine and three against the Eagles. And they win, then I think you got to say the the Rams are for fucking real. I mean, bar you know, barring crazy like any crazy injuries or anything, this is saying that you know both teams are going in, still playing at the level they're playing right now. And, I mean, and I also, but I also, don't see that happening though. But that's just me, right? But also, Chris, you, you have to look at how they won. They put up forty six on the Colts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. God, uh, again, I'm a blast at parties. They do. They do what you're supposed to do. If you're if if you're trying to, you know, if you're the first place in the NFC West and you're playing the shit show that is the Indianapolis Colts, that's what the score should have been. So I guess. Right, but they also put 35 on Dallas, dude. To their credit. So I mean, it's not just that they're winning. Yeah, but their defense let 30 by. Right, but then they put up 51 on the Giants and only 17. Against, yeah, the Giants I mean, suck this year. Well, so it's not just who they beat; it's, like you it's did how what, they beat. You did what you're supposed to do. It's like you're Michigan and you beat Appalachian State. Good. Like I said, what we'll see when they when they have to play the Saints, when they have to play, like I said, Seattle again. You know, they they got a they got a few tests down the stretch, and we'll see if they're for real, man. I think I think the. The thing is, is that they're a West Coast team now, and the the two teams they've beat coming east is Jacksonville and the Giants. I think Jacksonville's pretty much a middle of the pack team. Granted, with a with a better defense than I think a lot of people, I think everybody on this show at least predicted them to have. Oh yeah, and the Giants are just fucking shit. 
I mean, they were actually a couple weeks ago when I was like, how long until they sit Eli and start playing the fucking the backup quarterback to get him some reps? They're actually talking about doing it in New York. And Eli actually came out and said, I want to start, which is, I mean, that's that's like I, I for Eli to say anything. That motherfucker constantly looks bored. I mean, he's he's not he's not Jay Cutler level of disinterested as far as the look on his face. But <laughs> with cigarette hanging out of his mouth, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, he he constantly looks like just I won't be here, just completely blank faced. Yeah, Earth's inner monologue is uh. <laughs> uh ben McAdoo, that poor guy. Why did Dad love Peyton more than me? Someone had <laughs> to be the guy after Tom Coughlin. That's what Ben McAdoo is going to end up being. The, the sandwich in between the guy that wasn't Tom Coughlin and the guy who makes him great again. But no, I mean, but what I was saying is, okay, so they came east and they beat the Jaguars and the Giants. They're going to have to play the Vikings. They're going to have to play uh, the Titans. But, I mean, really... They got it. They're harder games. They're at home. I mean, I think it's way harder for a West Coast team to travel east and start at one o'clock than it is for an East Coast team to travel west and start at four. I mean, that's what that's essentially what I'm getting at here. I mean, they, they it's not like they have a huge rocky road ahead of them. Mm-hmm. It's the Eagles, Saints, and I mean, Vikings, and maybe if you want to throw the Titans in there. I mean, unless you think that the, you know the, the Texans got a miracle. To, to throw out their quarterback. Texans are done. Kyle I mean, Kaepernick, man. <laughs> man, so more people get hurt. I fucking tell you, we might see Cap. You never know. There's uh, been reports that they've talked to him. Yeah. But uh, let's keep rolling. Uh, we'll do the other 51-point team on Sunday. Fly, Eagles, fly, man. Dude, the NFC goes through Philadelphia this year at this point. Is there any oh, other? They are, no, they are the real deal. Is there any other team in the NFC you'd even say has a chance? Like, dude, the Eagles are fucking. I'm impressed, man. They're legit. No doubt about it. That's why I said that Rams Eagles matchup five weeks from now, that's going to be, I think, that's going to pretty much decide. The NFC right there. I don't have faith in the Vikings. The Saints are just spoilers. I mean, the Saints, even if the Saints make the playoffs, I think they're first-round fodder. The only thing they have going for them is they do have experience. They've been there before. They're not going to be, you know, the, the bright lights and the, the pressure is not going to get to them. But, I mean, I, do you think the Panthers are legit at 6-3? and three? I mean, who else? Who else? No. Is Seattle? The Cowboys? The, the never-ending Zeke saga needs to come to an end. That way they know what the fuck they got to deal with. If I'm the Cowboys, I'm pissed off because every other day it's he's now he's back to suspended. No, that's been overturned. Now he can play. You don't know what the fuck you got from one game to the other. They go to tell Zeke and Goodell, will you two just fucking get it over with? Pretty much, man. So I, I you know, I, and do I even need to go into the fucking rest of the NFC North? Ha. I mean, we'll get there. But yeah, the Eagles. That's, I mean. I thought I I thought people were sleeping on them this season. Obviously, I was proven right, but I I wish I could take credit. I did not see them at eight and one. That's for goddamn sure. I don't think anybody did, except them. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it. That, this has to be a case that that team was like, go ahead, rank us wherever you want. At the end of the fucking season, we'll see what the win column says. Here, hold my beer. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Panthers beat the Falcons. I mean, I, I, Falcons got the hangover. I'm not. I'm just not buying the Panthers this year, especially they got rid of Calvin Benjamin. Who the fuck are you going to throw the ball to? Devin Funches? The whole time? Uh, no, I, I don't buy the Panthers, not even a little bit. It definitely hit a panic button in fucking Atlanta, though. Oh, Atlanta is... That's... Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, sorry about your luck, guys. This is, this is the... Think about this. The minute they blew that lead in the Super Bowl, that's been the team we've been watching ever since. Because ever since then, this team has just been what they are—a 500 team. They're nothing yeah. special, but they're but but they're they're not bottom of the barrel either. I mean, they're just eh, they're just there. Yeah, they do look like they're walking around the field holding their head, going, "How how did we lose that lead? We were halfway into the third quarter. What happened?" <laughs> well, you know, there's. There was a lot of talk in the offseason, a lot of people talking about it. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Players who'd been on teams who had had historical choke jobs. I'm thinking, you know, looking at you, 2004 Yankees, you know, uh, and pretty much they all said the same thing. There, there's, it's, it's, it's pretty much an all-or-nothing situation. Either it doesn't affect guys or this sits in the back of their head for the rest of their career. And I think that we're finding out that Matty Ice is the type of guy where this is sitting in the back of his head the rest of his fucking career. That how the fuck did we blow that lead? How the fuck did we lose that Super Bowl? Give him the yips permanently. Well, and it's also, it's like anything else. He come out and kept saying, that's the past. I'm over it. We're not worried about that. We're worried about this season. It's like anytime someone, anytime someone keeps talking about how much they don't give a fuck, that just shows you how much they give a fuck because they're the ones that keep talking about it. I always feel like I'm being really racist when I say yips. Yips? But the yips. I know, but I, I, I don't see how that's racist. No, it, it feels racist. No, it's not. Oh, It feels okay. like I'm being like derogatory towards Asians. Uh, the Texans at the Colts. Oh. 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 I mean, this had advantages for me. Well, at least the Texans think they're going to get. Matchup. At least the Texans think they're going to get their quarterback back at some point in the future. Yeah. According, to, according to reports that I've read, Andrew Luck might be done in the NFL. Period. Yeah, he's been a part. I've seen things that he's been told not to throw for a while. He's been advised. It's not throw anything for a while. I've seen something where he. Uh, or Ursay told Tony Dungey, Dungey, Tony Dungey, that he thinks uh, Luck's injury is all in his head. A lot, a lot of Andrew shits rolling around Andrew Luck. Well, I mean, there's one, there's one thing that is not up for debate, and that's the fact that they've come out and said that his shoulder injury isn't healing properly. So, in his head or not, if that's the case, that's an issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's just all there is to it. Yeah. There's there's no working around if you are operated on and it doesn't work and you can't play to the level you played at. There's no getting around that. It's not like he can switch his hands. It's not like he can start throwing left-handed. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it doesn't work that way. 
So, I mean, that's the scary thing because that's that's the Colts right. That's their that's their future right there. I mean, you know, the 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 reports are coming out. Tony Donahoe, you know, says that they're already fucking looking at who they can take at quarterback and with a top seven pick in a draft. We're halfway through the season. They're already planning for a fucking his replacement. What's that tell you? It tells you the inner workings of that team knows that this is a lot worse than fucking we're leading on. And it's just like anything else. They're never going to come out and say he's done until they come out and go, he's done. It's never going to be official. If he retires, that's when they'll admit, okay, that injury was a lot more severe and it didn't heal the way it was supposed to and his career's over with. Or, I mean, is, could it <laughs> end up a case... Go back to the burbs. Could, it, could, could end up a case where they cut his ass and he tries to get on with another team and... You know, at that point, it could be a, a, a study and, and just, dude, you're you're hanging on to something that's not there anymore or comeback player of the year. I mean, it, I guess that's what I'm getting at. It, are the Colts willing to fucking put him out there and take that risk? I mean, if I'm him and I'm here and they're already looking at who they can get in the, in the top seven of the of next year's draft, I don't have I don't have a lot of hope that they have faith in me. Did we do? Uh, did we hit the Jags and Bengals? No. Leonard Fournette apparently uh, didn't set his alarm. <laughs> Thought he could just stroll right on in for game time. Got to have a seat. The Jags still beat the Bengals. AJ Green getting tossed. I, you know, I'll say this: I like the fact that they said, "Have a seat. You're not playing." Yeah. That's one of their top guys, and they're like, "No, this shit don't fly. We don't care who you are." He is pretty much their offense. This year, sorry, I mean, the top producer. You know, I think back to teams like the '90s, Dal- you know, Dallas Cowboys with Jimmy Johnson, and it was there's a set of rules for the superstars and a set of rules for everybody else. You know, if you're if you're Troy Aiken, you could be late for a meeting. If you're the long snapper, you better be there 15 minutes early. And it, yeah, I understand that the Cowboys won, but to me, that's just a toxic way to run a team. You want to hold everybody to the same standard. Mm-hmm. It, that reminds me, uh, Jay Ajayi uh, running for uh, Eagles showed that it was just the uh, offensive line for Dolphins, why he wasn't so productive in Miami. What do you have, like 130 yards or something like that, touchdown? Yeah, and he's been pretty quiet all year. I've actually dropped him from a couple of teams. Yeah, he had eight carries, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. His best game all year. And it was his first game with Philly. Go figure. <laughs> hey, another running back has switched teams. AP, I mean, it's 49ers, but I mean, hey, weren't we saying, hey, give give us another one, AP? You gave me another one. You did? Uh, 37 carries, 159 yards. Uh, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad at all. Yeah. I, and and, and it's, Cardinals needed it. DJ, you know, he's at his surgery. He's in a cast. Well, you know what? It, 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 does it, do either of you guys think the Cardinals have any shot of making the playoffs? If, oh hell, oh, no! Uh-uh. I think they're lucky they're five hundred at this point, considering so, all the hits they've taken. They got so, Drew Stanton is their fucking quarterback. Okay, so given all that, I think this is the perfect place for Adrian Peterson to be playing right now because he does seem like a guy who who flourishes. Or not, Fleur, um Does well in the spotlight. Like he doesn't it shy excels. away from it. Yes, it thank you, thank you. We're running late tonight, folks, so I'm getting a little tired here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he seems like he doesn't shy away from the spotlight. And there's really nothing else to get excited about on that team except for his play. So, I mean, it's, it might be a damn good move for him. He's seizing and an opportunity. Exactly. You know, depending on, on – I'm not exactly sure of his contract situation, but depending on it, he might be up in his value with every game here on out. You know, hey, get him in a goddamn Lions uniform, but we'll get to that. Uh, the, the, the Chiefs. Losing to the boys. What the fuck, Whoops. man? Whoops. I'm, it, I mean, dude. Z- Zeke doing his thing? Well, I, I think it's more Alex Smith needs to go have a seat. What? He threw for 263 yards and two touchdowns. He's 25 yes. for 34. What do you mean? Yeah. Needs to have a seat. Need to get the homes in or whatever the fuck his name is. What do you, well, <laughs> Why? Sarcasm. Calm down, Chris. Sarcasm. Say, what is your basis? <laughs> the business end of his crack pipe is hot to the touch. <laughs> yeah. Mahomes for the win. Do it. I will say, for a team with three losses, there's a whole lot of fucking hand wringing about the Chiefs. And all right, they're six and three. And you're like, oh, what the fuck's going on? What's wrong with the Chiefs? I think I was just one of them. Well, you don't. You got to remember now. These are the people that beat the defending Super Bowl comeback of the year fucking GOAT Patriots. Oh, they embarrassed him on national TV, man. Right. So everybody had big expectations for him, and they're like, wait, what? They lost. How? That's true. They fucked the prom queen like when they were 14. (laughs) They set the bar real high. They peaked in freshman year. Yeah. Exactly. And now, any time they lose or it gets close, people are going, but but that's the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, the Sunday night game. I, I did not watch the Sunday night game because I had no interest in this matchup. When they talk about falling ratings, quote-unquote, do they ever think take this into account is the matchups? As like the Dolphins and the Raiders? I'm going to... Make sure to not watch that game because that's how I felt about it. Like, eh, I have no interest in that matchup. And I mean, their records are, you got one team's four and five, another's four and four. Uh, the Raiders come out on top. I mean, do, is this new life for the Raiders? No. no. Well, hey, man, I, all I heard was about how this is the return of beast mode. <laughs> and instead, Derek Carr threw for 300 yards. But yeah, it's the return, return of beast mode. 57 yards. 57 yards, two touchdowns, 4.1 average. This is the return of beast mode. And I'm just like, did I miss something? Like, okay, yeah, two touchdowns, that's nice. But is that exactly beast mode? 57 no. yards? No, Derek Carr got him close enough to score those two touchdowns. Like yeah. Chris just said, 300 yards. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. I mean, I guess, I don't know. It, it was their Sunday night game. It's granted, it's not Monday night football, but it is a it is a, a, a you know a marquee matchup as far as the time slot. So they're trying to you know, oh, if you miss this game, you missed it. You missed a return of beast mode. But it's like, dude, five hundred teams. That's what they are. Actually, Oakland's one game under five hundred. I, I get the huge feeling. That Pete Carroll killed Beast Mode in the final play of the Super Bowl. Honestly, I mean, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Personality-wise, you know, the Hardy plays with. I like him. I like all that. 
But I mean, I'm just not ready to like, you know, christen him as he's back in a big bad way. I just, I, I, I don't see it. Shit, he was on my fantasy football team for almost every game this season except for the, the last one. I know when he's averaging, it, that's not beast mode numbers. Bye, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's not, he's, he's, he's not the, oh, shit, we got a game plan just for him player anymore. Nope. That's, that's beast mode. Oh, shit, how are we stopping him? He's, he's like, yeah, well, how, 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 are we, how are we attacking their running game? Not how do we stop Marshawn Lynch anymore. He's not that. And I mean the Dolphins. The only fucking reason to watch the Dolphins anymore is to see who fucking suit chokes or stomps on. That's really about it. I mean, maybe they should just run a loop of their coaches doing coke and sending it to hookers. <laughs> that might be more interesting than the rest of their season. All right. Well, let's, let's get to the Monday night game before we make the picks. Oh, God. I feel, like I, I feel like I need to go score like a fucking eight ball to have this conversation. I got to be fucking high, but let me strap in. Okay, go. Oh, no. Just a lo- Earl, I think Monday night was a perfect example of one of your favorite phrases of, hey, hold my beer. I really think that's what this, like, when I picked the game, you know, I was all caught up in, oh, it's at Lambeau and it's Green Bay and it doesn't matter. Uh, I kind of, you know, a lot of times I default when I can't pick a game to the signal callers. I mean, this one should have been clear. I mean, this is this is Matt Stafford versus a guy who it's his second start ever. He's been in the league for three years. I mean, I think this went how it pretty much should have went. I mean, this was a nice must nice mustache rook. <laughs> like, let me show you how this is done. Like that being said, I mean, again, who've you beat? You beat the Vikings. They're six and two. When you beat them, they weren't a winning team. So we'll see. But I, eh. I should be excited. I'm just, I'm not impressed. I, I, I think with Green Bay, we've seen Rodgers, how important Rodgers is to that team. And I'm starting to, Rethink and wanting to take back all my comments about Green Bay being a system team. <laughs> now that I've seen them three games without Rodgers, or I should say two and a half with this guy. Cause the D, de- this isn't the Green Bay defense of, of 2007. That's for damn sure. The Lions didn't punt at all. That's happened since like 1971. Was it like 46 years? That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. And, uh, for the Lions, because I can tell you the last game I watched where no one punted, and that was the Lions playoff game against the Saints in 2012. And the Saints didn't punt once in that game. No, but I was talking about the Lions didn't punt. Not punting. No, I got you. Okay. I just want to make sure. I was like. Yes. No, it's happened since then because it happened too. <laughs> yeah. No. But, eh. I, I'm, I'm not going to be the defending Lions fan if that's what you're waiting for. I'm not going to do it. I, I told you last week I'm done with these guys. They, they they did, you know, they proved me wrong. They did exactly what I said they had to do. This was their season to lose, and they're losing it. They're, I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs, honestly. Uh, yeah, they beat, you know, a, a Rogerless Green Bay team. Woo fucking who? You know, yeah, they didn't punt. You know, Matt Stafford got them all the way down there. But they can't fucking finish. You're first in goal from the two. You can't get into the fucking end zone. This team fucked up in the offseason by not trying to sign a running back. This team's record would be different 
with a LeGarrette Blunt, and I can't for the life of me remember who else was a free agent in the offseason, but... Adrian Peterson? I mean, it, it, they, they, their running game is a joke. And I mean, I hate to say it, but this is this would that was a must win game. They had to win that game. They did all the all the the planets have aligned for them. Once again, it's happened a few times in the last six seven seasons, and they just they can't get over that hump, man. There's no, no reason just, for them not to win this division. They just can't finish. I don't care about a running back. You got the highest paid person in the NFL as your quarterback. You have you have receivers that will catch that ball. Your third down go-to guy is Golden Tate. Has won a Super Bowl. Knows how to catch. Does it on the daily. Goes over the middle for you all the goddamn time in the slot. All of a sudden, you get to the fucking end zone. It has your fucking name on it, and you can't get in. You have four fucking attempts. You can't get in the fucking end zone. They did it against fucking Pittsburgh last week, and now they did it against Green Bay on Monday. They can't what? fucking finish. Goes back to what all they have to do is plan for the pass. Don't, they don't got a running back who's going to punch it in. Rich, at some point, you can punch it in by somehow, man. Seriously. Not, then why aren't they doing it? The, it hence why I'm so pissed off, Rich. Why aren't they doing it? Because they're not capable of it. They don't have the talent at running back that they need. Dude, Amir Abdullah is a speed freak. Hand him the ball. Run to the corner of the pylon. They did. They less. Remember when I was texting you guys in the chats and stop running the ball? It's not going to work because every time they gave him the ball to run last night, he just got fucking stuffed. Hang on. Riddick was the they, better back. When, when Amir Abdullah ran to the corner pylon, he made it in. That was his touchdown. He did score a touchdown that way. Okay. But then there was two different times that they were down there, and there was a... a Matt Stafford keeper on the fourth down, and I'm like, you guys are fucking retarded. They just, yeah, I don't his, know if it's the play calling. I don't know his, what the his fuck keeper it is. for his keeper for no gain. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I that's what I, I'm saying. I'm done. They, it was theirs to lose. They've lost this season. I, I don't know what to tell you about them. For whatever reason, you know they're great. They can sustain a drive as much shit as we talk about the running game. It's there. It helps. It does what it's supposed to do. It gets all the way down to the fucking red zone. And then it gets all the way down inside the fucking five. And you got first and fucking goal. Less than five yards. Time after time after time after time. And you can't get in that motherfucking end zone. There's not one play you can call that you can throw it to somebody. You can run a reverse. You got a speed freak that runs to the pylon. Proving that it works. No. I got good Nothing. news for you, Earl. I got good news. The Lions are going to go 10 and 6. Yeah, whatever. If you look at their schedule, based on just everything I said at the beginning of this, who's next? Browns. That should be a win. After that, Bears. That should be a win. After that, Vikings. That should be a loss. Ravens, win. Buccaneers, win. Bears, win. Bengals, win. Packers, loss. They should go six and two based on. Like I said, no, they should win the Packers game. They're still going to be without Aaron Rodgers, dude. I'm just saying, going on that 500 teams are better, beat them, and they beat 500 and lower. They should go six and two from here on out. They should go ten and six, based on how they played so far. So we should win the division. Not going to happen, dude. 
they can't finish. If they don't score outside the red zone, they have to count on Prater. And as good as Prater is, three points don't win the game. Wait a minute. Didn't Prater just fucking injure himself? No. Yeah. I don't, I don't recall an injury. I watched the whole game. So did I. No, I'm not talking about... Hold on. I'm not talking about in the game. I mean, like did he pull today? up to Sean Watson? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I swore, I swore that... Did he hurt his shoulder helping his dad move in the in the California wildfires? <laughs> <laughs> Pull up to Sean uh, Watson up in practice. Is he playing Guitar Hero? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah. Um, well, no, I guess I was wrong. My bad. I swore they said something about it today on the, on, on uh, 97.1. Unless, unless it was just being, they cracked a joke and I didn't hear the setup for it. So I, I didn't know it was a joke. All right, my bad. But, yeah, so they're counting on Prater for three. That's great, but it don't win football games. It wins the football games against somebody like Green Bay, who doesn't have their quarterback. I think this is the biggest reversal I've seen since Dennis Miller's went over to the Republican side. Like, seriously. Like, the last two weeks, you have just fucking shed dude, all fucking dude, he's homers. reverse psychology it. That's what he's I'm saying. not. I'm not reverse psychology it. I'm... I'm I'm legit pissed at the Lions, dude. I am so fucking pissed. Fourteen and two was a real thing, man. They should have went fourteen and two. Be ten and six. They should have went fourteen and two, dude. But they can't fucking. I'll tell you here on November seventh, twenty seventeen. I bet you they'll go ten and six. Okay, they'll go ten and six. So what? They'll get into the playoffs. So what? They can't fucking finish. They need a run game. I'm with Rich on this, man. They need legitimate run game. The last uh, running back to run over 100 yards was Reggie Bush in 2013. Come on, man. They have a running game for what they do. For their game plan, the way they have it stacked, they have a run game. They're intentionally not running, rushing over 100 yards a game. That's, it's, it's that's not, all in the game plan. That's, it's not to not do second. that for five years. That's oh, just in the playbook. God. We don't want to break a hundred yards rushing for five years. Whatever. It's a, it's a long, it's a long term plan. Whatever. <laughs> Let's make the picks, man. Uh, Iceman, you're back on top. But I would like to say that is the sound of all of our picks this week. <laughs> yes, while you are back on top, Iceman, you are one game above five hundred. You were, you went eight and seven. Uh, Richie, went- yeah, but there was a lot of injuries and everything else that is reason why I'm that close to 500. You went seven and eight. Me, not my best week. Uh, but you're in first. I'm in second. Rich still in third. The margins get thinner every week. Uh, so let's start with the Thursday night game, NFC West battle. I uh, believe you have the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Who's at home here? Damn it's the cards. Yeah, Cardinals are at home. Uh, I don't think it fucking matters. Uh, give me the Seahawks. Yeah, I'll take Seahawks. Mm. Seahawks at Cardinals. Cardinals are at home. Cardinals have AP. He has something to prove. Uh, they got the pride of Harrison High School under center. 
Oh, God, I want to pick him so bad and I can't. Give me Seattle. Fuck no, you can't. They are not a good team this year. They're lucky to be 4-4. Four and four. Uh, Next up, New Orleans at Buffalo. Buffalo's got a pretty good defense this year that nobody is talking about. We should get into that. Uh, New Orleans, I mean, yeah. Old man Drew. His stupid baby with his headphones. That kid's probably like 10 years old now, right? Uh, (laughs) The baby with the headphones on at the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, the the, uh, perfect solution for high-powered offense is a high-powered defense. Buffalo's at home. Uh, But I don't... I mean, this is going to be Calvin Benjamin's debut more than likely. You know what? Give me the Bills. So they're at home. It'll be Benjamin's first game. Maybe some magic in the air. Maybe it's wing sauce. But yeah, give me the Bills. Uh, I'm going to go with the hot team. Give me the Saints. Uh, no. He's facing he's facing a better defense. Give me the Bills. Well, Rich Lone Wolf in it. One man wolf pack. Alright. Ooh. Here you go, buddy. Uh damn it. Baseball music's playing. Stop. <laughs> Alright. Here you go, Earl. Your favorite matchup. The two toilet bowl seats are playing each other. Uh, Green Bay is at Chicago. Oh, God. Oh, no, give me Green Bay. I'm still, I mean, everyone's talking about that Chicago defense is a real deal, but you don't, you still have no offensive weapons, man. Give me the pack. Yeah, give me the the Packers. Can I take a mulligan? No. (laughs) I don't know. I just don't. You have two rookie quarterbacks. Ah, uh, give me Green Bay. Uh, just by default, I can't pick the toilet bowl. All righty then. Next up on the docket, we have the, the Browns coming into Ford Field to face the Detroit Lions. This is the matchup we've all been waiting for. Uh, yes, all season, baby. Yeah. It's going to be fucking empty when they show it on TV. Uh, give me the Lions. Yeah, I'm going to take the Lions on this one. Praying to God Cleveland wins this. Give me the Lions. Say, watch, watch out for the upset. You never fucking know. Trust me, if they win, I won't be upset. They still win one game. Remember, what the Lions do is you know, they win the games they're not supposed to and lose the games they're supposed to win, you know. That is a classic tried-and-true tactic out of the Lions playbook. Uh, all right, Cincinnati at Tennessee. Ouch. Uh, for some reason, my gut just says pick Cincinnati on this. Give me Cincinnati. I think A.J. Green's going to redeem himself. He's he's great on the road for some reason. Yeah, man. Give me Give me the Bengals. Well, I'm going to put this bullshit Mariota baby to bed by picking the Titans. So that pretty much I, that, that almost guarantees they're going to lose now. 
Yeah, right. I, I'm I'm gonna take the loss with Rich. I'm going Titans. All right. I just don't think that Natty has it anymore. They're fighting and qualms and yeah, it's just too much going on over there. No leadership, no coaching. All right. Uh oh, potential butt fuck of the week. Uh, Pittsburgh going to Lucas Oil Stadium, taking on the Colts. This is going to be bad. Give me Pittsburgh. Yeah, definitely. It's about that time of the season. Pittsburgh starts fucking steamrolling people. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they keep up with uh, what they've done historically. Give me the Pittsburgh. Give me the Steelers. Yeah. 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 Give me the Steelers. Time to sound the horn. Let that loud-ass dealer whistle go. The word prolapsed comes to mind. The pink sock. Yeah. <laughs> and except the Jets and the Raymond James taking on the Bucks. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. I mean, uh, Jesus, God. What do I do? Do I pick... Th- the Bucks should win, but they're not going to. But they should, but they're not going to. So fuck it. It's the story. That's whatever. It's been the story of their season. Give me the Jets. Yeah, no Winston, no Mike Evans. Oh yeah, Jets. All right. Uh, the Vikings. Going to play the Washington Football Club. Because that's what you're supposed to say now. Uh, give me the Vikes, man. I mean, that that defense is carrying them. They're on their backup running back. They're on their backup quarterback. They are 6-2. and two. Washington this year is 40-degree day. I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah, give me the Vikes. All right, I'm going to one-man this one. Give me the Redskins. Uh, The Chargers heading to Jacksonville. Really? Everbank Field? That's the name of the stadium there? All right. Uh, Oh, boy. Uh, Hopefully Leonard Fournette shows up and will be on time. <laughs> Melvin Gordon's having himself a year. Um, <sighs> give me the Chargers. See, I the Chargers are to me this year what the Jets were to you last year. Because every time I picked them, they've lost. So, I feel like I, I'm in a no-win situation here. I haven't said that. I don't know. Fuck it. Give me Jacksonville. Oh, this wasn't even a. This wasn't even hard. Give me Jags. The Chargers have become the chargeless man. They're through. They're all done. Hey, speaking of through, Houston at the Rams. Speaking of done. Give me the Rams. 
Yeah, Rams. Damn it, Watson. Give me the Rams. Oh. Was he on your fo- was he on your fantasy football team? He was. Well, the, my oh, he I was, was supposed to play him. I was gonna lose. It's like, oh, Earl's gonna, beat, Earl's gonna beat the fuck out of me. He's got Deshaun Watson. I nope. had Fuller. Now neither of us can talk shit because we are even on the season. Well, there's always the playoffs. Uh, the, next up, the boys heading into Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Ooh. Taking on the Falcons. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. Ah, God, see? Will he or won't he this week? I feel like we should have a qualifier on this. If Ezekiel Elliott plays, give me the Cowboys. That's what I... I still say either way, give me the Cowboys, because they'll still have Dak, they'll still have Dez, they'll still have Jason Witten. And Atlanta... And Cole. ...has no idea what's going on. So yeah, give me the Cowboys. Oh, fuck. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. Yep, Cowboys. Cole Beasley for the win. All right. The New York Giants. Gross. The New York Giants at the San Francisco 49ers. God, I keep wanting to pick the Niners. They think they're better than that record. But, I mean, if it's going to be Eli Manning against C.J. Beathard... I mean, a vet against a rookie. Give me the, give me the Giants. Ugh. Yeah, there's no reason to believe 49ers are going to win. <laughs> I mean, there's just not. <laughs> so give me the Giants, just oh, by default. Oh, wait, is Jimmy G playing? Fuck. Forgot about Garoppolo? that. Oh, well. I'm going... I'm going Sam Fran. Already picked. This this is where they get their win. Yeah, they're you know, they're owing forever. However, there is just all types of what the fuck is happening in New York. At least they got their shit together. They can lose collectively. See? Now Sunday night, this is one I will watch. Even though one of the teams that's not having the greatest season. But New England at Denver. Give me the goat, man. There's no way Brock Osweiler beats Tom Brady. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't think that thin air is gonna yeah. gonna, gonna have a uh, TB gasping for breath? If Denver wins that game, the defense beats New England. It won't be. It has anything to do with that Denver offense. Yeah, like I said, give me New England. Yeah, I'm with you. Give me New England. And I think that, you know, maybe because we're not in, you know, Patriots country, is the reason I feel this way. I think New England is just quietly just going through the season much quieter than, than I expected it to be. Like, 
They're just making a list like that guy in Billy Madison. It's on the wall. <laughs> Pretty much. Like they're just like oh, we're just we just do what we do. Each week they had a name. Like Chris Jericho. You just made the list. <laughs> uh yeah, definitely give me Pat's thin air of uh Denver is gonna help deflate the ball for Tom. <laughs> Alright, Monday night football. If I live down south, this is a good game. It's, not, it's Miami at Carolina. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you're trying to pass a kidney stone. I know, stone. right? Give me <laughs> Carolina because they're at home, and I like Cam Newton over Jake Hutler. I'm right there with you. This is like coin flip shit for me. Uh, yeah, give me give me Carolina. Uh, for me, this isn't hard. This is quite simple. Carolina. Uh, the defense of Carolina is far that superior of the offensive fucking Dolphins. I mean, it, at the end of the day, you know, the Dolphins' defense is meh. You know, and you can worry about Cam Newton and, you know, his running back and, you know, all of that issues. But there's no stopping the Panthers' defense from getting to Cutler. And they lost to Jai. Uh, Jai? Is that his name? Yeah. Lost him. So, yeah. Dolphins are fucked. Y'all are fucked. All right. Uh, Is it wrong that I want to see Sue? Choke slam Cam Newton. <laughs> no, no, I, I do too. Like dab on that bitch. <laughs> well, Cam Newton. Just give him a rock bottom real quick. Just like Peter Pan. Uh, all right, college games, the local games. We'll, we'll we'll pick we'll pick the smaller bill first. Michigan at Maryland. <laughs> I mean, Michigan. If you lose this game, like. I mean that seat should already be pretty hot. Yeah, Jesus, his khakis is his khakis are on fire. They, they should be, uh, but, but, it's if, not, but they're not. If you lose to Maryland, he should have no pants on because the flame should have engulfed them. Uh, give me, I, give me the Wolverines, man. I mean, I'm taking the Wolverines, but it's just Jesus fucking Christ, man. The 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 Kool Aid drinking Wolverines fans. Like it, it's, I wonder if he got caught with his dick in a fucking baby. If he would be, if they would make up an excuse. <laughs> well, what do you expect? That baby's just laying there, all cute and shit. What do you expect him to do? I mean, I. All right, Sandusky. I'm not even joking, man. I, I the, to listen to local sports talk and the people call in about him. I'm like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. The man does not walk on water. Right? He doesn't leap tall buildings in a single bound. None of that shit. But yeah, uh, this should be a very easy game against a fucking, you know, high school football team that Maryland put together. Oh yeah, I'm taking the M. The block M. Not the red M. The black yellow M. All right. Marquee oh, matchup. 
Oh, shit. The game that all of a sudden fucking means something. Michigan State heading to the horseshoe. Taking on that team from Ohio. Is that what you're supposed to say? Uh, that, that team from down south. Yes. Yes. It's it's called the Ohio State University. Yes. The only university douchey enough to make a mispronunciation a part of their name. All right. Quite honestly, who the fuck is Ohio State beating this year? They beat Oklahoma when they, they were did. number five. They beat Penn State when they were number two. Iowa is now ranked, though, because they beat Ohio. They beat them bad. They beat them 55 to 24. Oh, you're talking about Michigan State. I thought you were talking no, about no, Ohio I'm, State. No, I'm talking about Ohio State. Ohio State lost to Penn State, didn't they? No, they beat them. They lost to Iowa. Ohio State has beaten Indiana, Army, UNLV, Rutgers, Maryland, Nebraska, Penn State. So, yeah. They they lost to the number five team. They didn't beat Oklahoma. My bad. They lost to Oklahoma. You know what, man? Give me Michigan State in this game. I know they're at home. But it looks when... Like when Ohio State has to play somebody worthwhile, you know? might might not come up the way they think it does. So fuck it, I'll take the Spartans. I you know, I, long enough for you guys. You have to pick. I, I'm I'm going with Ohio State, but it's not because of any dislike for Michigan State it's just I think Michigan State it, it's going to it's going to take a miracle for them to play up two weeks in a row and beat teams that most people think they have no chance against and I just I think I think Ohio State's pissed and I, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't think that they're, they're going to fucking lay down. And I don't think State's going to play out of their mind. I mean, it's, that's, I think that's what it's going to take for State to win. I just don't think it's going to happen. So give me Ohio State. I'm going to do this out of respect. I, I got to pick Michigan State. I, I shout on them. All, uh, all the beginning of the season, all last season, uh, they're rejuvenated, and uh, they showed me a lot. And uh, for respect for them, I- I'm going to hope that I'm right, and that they beat Ohio State because if you want to talk about a toilet bowl, th- that's the Ohio State Stadium. It's filled with brown shit. Uh, Damn. So. Uh, and it's shaped like a fucking toilet bowl. So, hey, thanks to those state. of you listening in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> so go get them, state. You know, do do what you can. Oh, Ice Man just shat on you. 
He literally hey, called I mean, you pieces of shit. I mean, I'll say this. I hope State wins. But I just, I don't, I don't see it. But that's just, that's just me. Yeah. Out here, out here on this island by my, by my lonesome. I homered out on this pick. Well, also, also, I mean, in all honesty, it was respect for Michigan State, but I also don't like T.J. Barrett. I can't stand that motherfucker. He's supposed to be just the shit, and he's not. It's <laughs> just not. Iowa State fucking embarrassed him. All right. That's it. Week 10. Done. Sign. We'll have the, the accounting firm of whoever the fuck come pick up these, you know, they'll be hermetically sealed, transferred to some facility. <laughs> Not really. I just made a note on my Mac. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, who who knows what will happen this weekend? There'll be a bunch of crazy well, shit going on. Well, I do want to say, and this has nothing to do with the actual games being played. This is just an update on the, the fantasy football league. Uh, yeah. Uh, the West. Yeah. They're fucking kicking our ass in the East guys. Oh yeah. That other, <laughs> right? div- that other division is, is strong. <laughs> I'm just letting you all know. <clears throat> it, Cause as it looks, um, all three of us need to shut the fuck up when it comes time to talk shit during fantasy hey, football. We're still in it. We're still in it. If you look at the playoff brackets, we could still, as long as you, you you can't get to seven losses. You get to seven losses, you will have a sub-500 record. It's, it, it's over. Bro, me and you both are three and six. Yeah, no. Okay. And we're on the bubble. We're on the fucking bubble, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> when I beat you this week, I will show you. I don't know. Carson Wentz is on a bye. But. Yeah, but, I mean, all of their players are still healthy in the West. All of our fucking players are injured. Yeah, it's a mash unit. It's a, should be my team's nickname. Seriously, in the East, it's so bad. But, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, it looks like we're definitely going to be extending one of our listeners a uh, an invitation to sit in on an episode. Or Big Rob from the Weedsman. He's dominating. It, I'm just saying, it don't look like it don't don't look like any of us are going to win. That's just what I'm getting at here. So. Hey man, I got the Detroit Lions starting. <laughs> I got hope. <laughs> like Bernie Mac on the fantasy football episode of the Bernie Mac show. Uh, let's just draft the eighty-five Bears. <laughs> there it is. Doesn't work that way, Bert, Uncle Bernie. Why not? <laughs> just saying. Should. Just drafted two thousand nine Patriots. 72, know, right? 72 Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2,000 Ravens. Definitely pick up their defense. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, I want to thank everybody who's been listening, downloading, sharing, doing whatever you're doing, passing it on, just telling somebody that you know, like, hey, man, like this podcast, check them out. Uh, That's that's how you help spread the word. Also, too, you can do that online by leaving a review wherever you listen to support. Also, you rate us. Please thank you. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Sporty Podcast. Uh, you can email the show Sporty at ChristopherMedia.net. Uh, yeah. Go Spartans, and we'll catch you next week. All right. Later, guys. Peace out, yeah.
If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.